Jump right into it. Let, let's just jump. I don't know. I, I they 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 do that on YouTube. How's it going, Rob? Don't they say after the jump? I thought that was a thing. No, no, that's that's when they said like, "Hey, I'll tell you this after the jump. That way, you see this ad uh, that gives us uh, one cent." Yeah, uh, but they just go jump right into it. And then it's, it's a good time to mention our new sponsor, Minchscape. Hey, you got a little green Minch growing down, <laughs> a little hairy hey, Minch YouTube. growing down. <laughs> no one likes a fuzzy Yoda, right? <laughs> Everyone wants some smooth. Hey, YouTube. Right? <laughs> Sorry, yeah. just I saw some. So YouTube with Minchscape, there. you can make your little Yoda as smooth as Grogu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Actually, I, I I'm curious what you think about this. I, I I like it. I like it. I don't know. I don't know. You, you might you know. I mean, we're, the obvious thing that you're going to say is, well, you know, it's not homeboy, right? But nothing's homeboy. Um, but they they put out a new Indiana Jones poster. Okay, and, and I like it for a Disney thing that it, that it they're doing. There was a uh, they you know they they also do the so I guess this is like maybe the final like theatrical um, poster. They and you they see, took that whip it good poster we saw and they put some new poses over it. Right? It's better. No, no, well, no, it's better than the whip it <laughs> one. Like, the, the whip it one. He looks like, like he he's was, gonna whip it. Whip him. It looks like he's gonna whip the shit out of himself. <laughs> it looks. You know, I, I mean, it. Yeah. it, it, it Look a, a a little bit like one of Bob Chapek's pubic hairs got on the on the film cell, and that's the whip. Look, this, but you know, whatever. This is one you know. of those. This is one of those poses that Struzan would get, and yeah. then he would redraw the pose and keep the yeah. face. Like he'd put on some clothes and really make the pose part more actiony. You know. Yeah. And so you know, just to, it's just. Look at Teddy. He's like. I feel like there's a whip that's gonna hit me in the head. Then, I don't know why. Like, see the uh, and then the, like you can see like 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 some art of like the of Indian the horse over here. Is that maybe that's from concept art? I wonder what that's or they just it's from the Dark Knight Returns when Batman rides a horse. Uh, that was uh, I'm not actually feeling a the Indiana Jones font without the outlines. By the way, uh, with that without the outline around it. Yeah, yeah, I like. I'm not feeling this this material design version of. Right, this, uh, Apple iOS version of the Indiana Jones logo. <laughs> yeah, it, we see the train over here. We could see looks like that's something. the where they go back in time. The that's where that's where Chris Spreezy is. I think all the time. That's where Socrates is, or Plato, whatever the fuck. And then yeah, we could see like like Roman numerals around the the uh, dial of destiny, and then um, the clock tower it strikes at ten. <laughs> and then over here we got uh we got the uh, Chinese one. And um I like this color palette. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the photo bashing. I think that's where you you start then you hand it to someone to, you know, is a good illustrator, but uh I do like the color palette on this. The yeah. Blues, like that and it goes down. Could you imagine if like Struzan that right there on the right where it goes to the underwater? Like you yeah. would have really sold that underwater Mm -hmm. aspect you know like yeah like yeah it, it, it's 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 pretty good for like for like 
Oh no! For what it is? But... Oh no! There's a rainbow on there. The woke agenda. Uh oh! <laughs> oh no! China's that out. Was banned in Florida. All right, yeah. China. China just decided this one was was mostly okay. That's that's the novelization cover. And then and that's my girlfriend. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but we're 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 like in a relationship now. I'm gonna tell her about it soon. And then right here we got. <laughs> right here we got Clark Kent. That's, that's Clark, Clark Kent, dude. What are you talking about? Um, so Clark Kent landed in Germany instead of what the fuck happened to Toby Jones? <laughs> yeah. So so if if you so this confirms. I mean, a lot of stuff from that that spoiler report that we had a couple of days ago. Uh, all of that has pretty much been confirmed a couple of times now from TV spots and stuff. But right here we can see that this is Toby Jones later on. This is Toby Jones in modern sixty nine time or you know later on i think or wait do, do we yeah i think that's what happened anyways i can't remember now but uh i'm pretty sure yeah that's him like because remember he kind of like loses his mind and so it's that's weird him. to show him with a bloodied face on the poster <laughs> yeah but like like bloody him up some more it's really fuck him up you know what i mean like remember battle damage he-man you like You'd hit him in the chest and it'd have a damage. Hit him again, more damage. The third one, really damage. That's yeah. the first damage of Toby Jones. We need we need damage two or three. I, I would have I would have probably ditched the Toby Jones one and done a, done a Teddy, you know, personally. Oh right, right. But that's just you know second guessing things. I get why they would put Antonio Banderas. You just can't make him one. look ugly, right? But it's, enter, like, I mean, it's like that Zooey Dejanel. No, you can put all the glasses you want on her. You can make her not bathe or put on makeup, but that woman looks good. Like just like him. It's not, mm -hmm. He's not gonna look bad. Yeah, but I mean, he's this guy's barely even in the movie. It sounds like you know he's got more hair than you and me combined, Jason. Look at that. Oh yeah. Look at that. His old sea captain. I mean, it, it's it's he, definitely. I mean, I'm glad. I mean, if, if you're gonna have this small role, I mean, and you get Antonio Banderas to play it, I'm not, I'm not complaining. I mean, it's like kind of going, you know, what was the guy's name in Raiders, like Katanka or something, you know, like that guy. Who the fuck is that guy? Where where did he go? I don't do you the guy think, who has the boat, you, you know, he, at the end. Oh, okay, the Raiders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to know what happened to the guy with the plane in the yeah. beginning, right? That was his buddy, and then you never see him again. Um, yeah. The one fishing, <laughs> He's out yeah, fishing. out there. But uh, pet snake Reggie. You you think Antonio will play Mando's dad? I mean, look at that. Could yeah, be maybe. Dad, you right? could be. Yeah. Yeah, it's it. possible. It's totally possible. Um, and then before we get to the to the best bulletin Taika story, uh, I wanted to share this. I thought this was fun because you know this writer strike is going to be. Uh, the theme of of everything for if you're fucking talking about the future but writers guild this is from hollywood reporter writers guild targets executive pay and letters to netflix comcast shareholders the guild is urging shareholders to to reject compensation packages of top executives <laughs> i like that i think that's fucking hilarious I'm, if it works i'm all for it um, yeah well make it down to the to the in the letters which the guild said were sent to shareholder repre shareholders representing a majority of shares in each company, Stiam noted that the disparity in what top executives were paid versus what a deal would mean for the writers who create their programming, quote, approval of this compensation package is inappropriate in light of the ongoing WGA writer strike, 
and the associated risks that Comcast executives are creating for investors. Shareholders should send a message to Comcast that if the company could afford to spend $130 million on executive compensations last year, it can afford to pay the estimated $34 million per year that writers are asking for in contract improvements to put an end to this disruptive strike. Yeah, no shit. So, but also, once again, remember, just, just to keep it real, not that I agree with, with uh, you know, the opposition in this instance, but that's $34 million for the writers. But then it's going to be some number like this for the directors and then another version of that for SAG. So that's why they're being fucking numbskulls. That's why they're not. So when you really get down to it, like, I don't know what the exact number would be, but let's just do it times three just just to be clean. So it's like, essentially, it's like $90 million. So they're basically saying, don't give the executives very, you know much of anything. and But that's what they should do. Because like I said, nobody fucking needs that much money. That's That's the ridiculous part about it. Is they're telling the writers, oh, live on fucking $35,000 in Los Angeles. You know what I mean? Like fucking eat out of the trash at Jack in the Box. So that way we can be super rich and the the dream lives on. You know, it's it's pretty ridiculous. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> but uh, I thought that um, was uh, I thought that was a fun thing. Also, though, you know? not for nothing. If all your fucking employees strike, why are you getting a bonus? <laughs> yeah. like, what did you do that was so good? How did you lead the company so well that your fucking breadwinners right. are fucking all leaving, are all striking? You know, you deserve a bonus. Like, yeah. If the fucking entire Mighty Ducks uh, go on strike, does the coach get a bonus? I don't know how that works, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I think when um, Black Adam makes box office records, that's when you get your fucking bonus, you know? For, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's- hey, you want to know something? Mm-hmm. When a twenty, when when everything everywhere gets a fucking Oscar for best picture, that's when you get a bonus, right? Because yeah. that that should that's never have happened, choice. right? I mean, I'm not saying it's not a bad movie. I'm just saying, yeah, it's just not it's not an Oscar baity movie. You know, you know right. what I mean? It's not like when they made Radio. Remember? It has hot dog hands, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember they're like genre film will never win Oscar or best picture. I'm like, well, that well, one with the hot dog hands did. So hot dog I don't hands, know, man. It's all up yeah. for grabs now. Right. But uh justice for Jock. Thank you, Azatru. You know, Good I job. like the guy in the plane with Reggie the Snake. And Raiders of the Lost Oh, Ark. he's the he's the guy who flies the plane? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah. I, I like Oh, you don't oh you didn't hear? It was cancer. It came suddenly. <laughs> It's it's a, it's in a dark horse comic. Harrison Ford write the comic. No, <laughs> no. Yeah, Indiana yeah. Jones and the Quest for Cancer. He got it. <laughs> I Died. mean, Books yeah. The, you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, like, some people in the Indiana Jones universe that just get diabetes. You know what I mean? It just fucking happens, dude. You know, and <laughs> but yeah, I, I totally understand. <laughs> I know you, you know? do, George. Yeah, yeah sometimes um, you just. No matter what you try to do to eat properly, you know, you you get a little noodle, (laughs) you get a little uh, shabu shabu, you know, but you still got it. You can't get rid of it. Can't shake the diabetes. (laughs) Guess what, George? uh, Huh? Taika's Taika's got an idea. I uh, 
I don't know whether to like that sweater or kill it. I know. You know, I, I was I was looking at it. And I'm like, you know, the the uh, the uh, problem is with that sweater. He needs like a hat or a bunch of hair. Oh, yeah. You can't wear that yeah. sweater without a hat or a bunch of hair. Trust me, I know. Every now and then, I put on like a like a sweater, and I I don't have my hat on, and I'm like, Fuck. well, thanks, I mean, God. Uh, he he could use a uh, a patty wand braid too, right? <laughs> patty wand braid. <laughs> <laughs> I heard him say Patty Wan was, and I was like, yeah. I'm never letting that go. You yeah, said it. Patty Wan. Yeah. <laughs> God. yeah. Uh, imagine what that guy's like notepad on his phone looks like when he's just taking a shit. He's all around crystal skulls, Patty Wans, you know, there's all kinds oh, of ridiculous oh, things. On... Yeah, George's <laughs> George's iPhone, like like yellow little notepad <laughs> thing. It's it's got to be fucking batshit insane if you just have no context for any of it. I like to imagine that he used an Apple Newton until one of his kids forced him on an iPhone. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'll ne- he's yeah. all, I'll never give up my CrackBerry. No, joke, come on, dude. It's <laughs> it's twenty twenty three, bro. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, George uh, probably was 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 pretty up on that stuff they, they probably were oh, sending yeah, him the yeah. stuff like he probably i re- actually i remember god which one was it there was one year um when before disney i think he bought like everybody in the company an iphone so he was do, pretty do about you it think he owned a video game console like did he ever play the games i i know jet did did know, does George, George, yeah George, yeah no i'm and I and I've heard of Steven Spielberg playing like oh, yes. the famous stories where he you know seduces Kate Capshaw with his fucking Frogger skills or something. Uh, I guess that works on Kate yeah. Capshaw. Um, but but I'm gonna say George probably really didn't. I I don't know for certain, but I mean like he obviously like understood it and was interested in it, but I. I always got the impression it was from like a captain of industry perspective as opposed to, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I play video games cause I've never heard of him like, you know, really being influenced by a game or loving a game or citing a game or Spielberg playing if, games with them or anything, you know? So what, what if he was just really into like battle Hawks or secret weapons of the Luftwaffe, right? Like the early LucasArts man. flight simulators, you know, but he rejects the Star Wars games. He just like yeah. <laughs> mo- mo- most likely, he just sucked at him and was like, "Oh, these 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 little zips, zaps, and zooms. I don't get it." No, I don't know. I don't know though. Like like you no. Know, I mean, he he's you know. It's like yeah. No, that's that's, that's really true. weird. No, 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 no. I was a really big fan of Defenders of Dinatron City. You know, <laughs> yeah, that was good. That I tried. Yeah, you know, I was. It. I, I liked you know? it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed they wanted, they wanted Defenders Rebel of... Assault. Hmm. Rebel Assault. X-Wing. Huh. I, I really like the uh, Dino Riders toy line. You remember that, George? That was uh, pretty good. Uh, dino uh, Garbage yeah, Bill Kids. They were like, di- they were like dinosaurs. Like I had like a Brontosaurus. Dino. And then it had Is like a... With the plants? Did they eat the... No, that was Jason. That was Jason the Will Warriors, which I was obligated uh, to like because my name is Jace. Right. So yeah, I yeah. felt... You know, a kinship, yeah, but it's the, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. That's when we were all laughing at Kenner in those days, and they didn't have anything going on. <laughs> that was your fault. Just, 
Yeah, I would just walk that was Toys R Us. And I, because of I you. Look at that big void where all our merch used to be and nothing. Well, and it was full yeah. of Duloks <laughs> and, and cartoon Ewok figures because they yeah. did. They trusted they, you. They, they couldn't do nothing without me. They did have gold collector's yeah, but, coins, though, which they maybe could have passed off as yeah. real currency if nobody yeah. was paying attention. To be fair, we all stole that from the John Birch Society. But I don't like <laughs> <it>. <laughs> God, you know. Cancel himself. He keeps going there. Um, there was this time, man, uh, this, this one hurts. I wanted to mail away for, uh, you were able to mail away for all of the coins and the power of the force star Wars line. We had like, a we had the order form for it. And my grandfather was like, seriously considered like going through, like, like getting it for me and didn't get it. But when it came, it came like all of the coins, like in a thing that's gotta be worth like. I don't know. I could no. probably I could probably buy buy whales for it, you know, and no, like become the king of Fulton. The, the only thing I ever got that had I kept in the original packaging, I could probably move for like a grand or something mm-hmm. was uh but yeah, I didn't keep it in the package because I was a kid. Was there was a mailway there was a mail away thing for uh these this this transformers decepticon that was a camera. It was called like Perceptor or something like that. It was like three oh, yeah. little dudes that turned yeah. into a camera. I I, I remember I, that somehow I somehow got my dad to like get it right, mm-hmm. and this thing arrives like fucking half a year later in a cardboard packaging. Didn't even have a box, right? Like it just showed up. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "All right, you know." But like, if you got that sealed, you you got some money. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I wish I had just kept it because it wasn't fun. It wasn't like I thought. Maybe you could look through it. Maybe you could take like you couldn't even look through it. it didn't it wasn't a good. It wasn't even a good fake camera. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But the uh, the uh, Power of the Force 85 stuff, all of that is super cash. All of that's like really, really expensive shit. All that stuff so, that was in KBs for nothing? For, uh, yeah, the the, that the one was, the, not, yeah, power, oh, the, the Power of the Force 85. Uncle, it was bad uncle um, took me to every KBs to dig through those bins, bro. <laughs> well, yeah, that, it was kind of weird because like there were some that like stuck around that didn't move. And then there were others though that did like, because they were ones that we always wanted, like Luke Stormtrooper, Luke with the poncho, you know, the mm-hmm. from Return of the Jedi. Like those ones were like one figures that we actually wanted. But um, yeah. but you would see like Ramba, this one like Ewok, he was just fucking everywhere. Uh, but anyways, uh, Bestman says I, Jason might pull off the sweater, but he's not getting anything close to uh, Rita Ora and Tessa Thompson. He'll have to settle for Marissa Tomei. I'll settle for Marissa Tomei forever. Yeah. What do you? Wh- how is Marissa Settle. Tomei a downgrade? Are you out your fucking? Well, mind? he's Costanza, so <laughs> you know he's had it. You know what I mean? He's been there. Uh, All right. She had me at, at, in that movie Oscar. You know? She was uh, Jake Lloyd's mom in uh, what was it called? Something the stars. It was one of the movies before Phantom Menace. Um, Taika Waititi confirms he's still working on his Star Wars movie. I got a really good idea. Oh, and by the way, chat. If you have a massive criticism of Taika about why his movie's going to suck, but it's only based off of the one Marvel film or the two Marvel films, it doesn't apply. Let's be honest; uh, they all love the first Marvel film. Yeah, the first one's great. You know, yeah, the first the one's great. One they didn't like, like, like just remember, James Mangold made a shitty Wolverine movie before he made a great Wolverine movie. 
Well, so. to be fair, they're saying he made a shitty Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> That's what they're saying. <laughs> so, so next, he's going to make the good one. It'll have to be a Star Wars movie. He'll, he'll make Dr. Aphra next and fix it. Right. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay, okay, the article. It's been, this is from bestmanbulletin.com. Um, and uh, yeah, it's been over three years since Lucasfilm officially announced that acclaimed writer and director Taika Waititi had signed on to co-write and direct a Star Wars movie. Over the course of those three years, we've learned very little about the project and have seen little to no progression in regards to the feature film making it on the big screen. Despite Lucasfilm announcing a handful of new movies at this year's Star Wars celebration, which Waititi's film was not part of, the Thor Love and Thunder director has confirmed to Hollywood Reporter that he's still, in fact, working on the untitled movie. There's a writer strike, bro. What are you doing? Before we continued with the <laughs> YTD news, give him money. Uh, this guy. <laughs> this um, but, I know everyone's out there doing the whole striking thing, but I thought I'd just hit down, have a little write. Like he's out there writing the script while he's striking. Taking a break, looking on the script. <laughs> every, every, everything is just like chance, you know, hell no, we won't go. It's shit like that. Yeah, like what? What are you doing? Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. He's working out the dialogue in his, his <laughs> you know. Um, Star Wars movies about a picket line. So, uh, anyways, you could yeah, you could support Bespin on Patreon or Coffee. I suggest doing it on Patreon because I oh, don't fuck fuck Coffee. Um, in recent in in a, in a recent interview with THR, YTD was asked about his long in development Star Wars feature along with a bevy of other projects his name has been attached to. Regarding his long-overdue Star Wars flick, YTD confirmed to the outlet that he's still working on the highly anticipated project with YTD saying, I've got a really good idea for it. It's just, with all films, it's the middle part. You're like, what's going to happen? And then you look at all of those Star Wars films... And that's where Chat GPT comes in. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, no, Taika, we're striking no, against no. that. No, 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 no. It just fills in the middle like a pop. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I've got the icing and the pastry, and it gives me the filling. Nothing important. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> so he says, What's going to happen? And then you look at all of those Star Wars films that are so great, and you're like, Well, I guess they can't meet a smuggler with an alien sidekick. And uh, I'm going to assume he's going to get into this, but like, like, yeah, okay, he does get into it right here. YTD's latest comments about his Star Wars effort echo that of Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy, who recently claimed that Taika was a slow writer and that his script simply needs a third act. However, from what we can gather from YTD's comments, he's not quite made it to the third act and he's still figuring out the second. This shouldn't come as much of a surprise given that it appears Taika Waititi is immediately now writing his Star Wars film alone and is no longer pending the project with 1917 scribe Christy Wilson Cairns, who was also working who was working with the Jojo Rabbit on who was working with the Jojo Rabbit on the movie until at least the tail end of the last year. Um so, anyways, uh the thing about that is is if you just look at I, I think it's a structural issue is what he's most likely dealing with. I don't think this is even uh, a, a, a something where she's saying the wrong thing and he's saying the correct thing. Most likely the third act is from here to well, get him from here to there. Right? Most likely. Yeah. Most likely the, uh, the uh, third act isn't coming about in the correct way because the second act isn't wrapping up correctly. 
So he probably needs to fix that thing to, to make that thing work. That's probably wh- I'm gonna, wh- where they're at, you know. I'm going to go out on a limb, Jason, and say he's probably not a sequence-driven writer. Hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know if he if he's if he goes and he goes to make a Star Wars thing and he just that's you know he embraces that and that's like the challenge and what makes it new. I don't know. But also we don't know what his idea is. He doesn't share that. So because all you need uh, is like eight mini movies and then you put them together and you got a movie. That's true. how it works. But they did that with Indiana Jones and they were not happy uh, about it. Um how about how about how about eight no, but mini movies like <laughs> no no but i i'm i'm really curious because of the over the last year we've had a long i think continuing conversation about sequence driven films and that's what indiana jones is and i think it's getting shredded for it i think these i think these critics don't know how to critique it and so they just say that there is nothing there. Like if you read every every review, they're like they praise it for one second for being an Indiana Jones movie, like it's an Indiana Jones movie, and then they shit on it after that for literally being an Indiana Jones movie. And I'm thinking that it, that might be where uh, it might be kind of passe to do that. You know, I don't know. But anyways, back to Bestman Bulletin. I do not know this, but I assume that Taika began a rewrite on the project. Maybe at the end of last year or the start of this, given the departure of Wilson Cairns, who worked on the project with Waititi for over two years, and the fact that Taika is now only penning the second act after three years of work. Okay. And I, also, one thing I want to just want to throw out there, too, is there's always a chance that she's going to come in after he's done. And that's where they're at with, with with their thing too. And he's doing this part all on his own. That she's not out. She might not be out. Just saying. I have I have this vision that Taika was all done, ready to take my script to the studio, and saw mm-hmm. the fucking uh, the Lindelof, you know, firing and all yeah. that shit. And he just he sits there, and looks at the camera, and then slowly puts his script in the bin. You know. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I I I hope he got no. I hope he got on the phone and he and he called up like Walt and said, Hey, I always thought you guys really got the shaft on lost. I really liked your characters a lot. All right. It's also worth mentioning that the current writers guild of America strike, which forbids the filmmakers from continuing to work on a script until an agreement is made between the guild and the film and television studios in TH in a THR piece. Taika Waititi reveals that the WGA strike is providing the filmmaker an opportunity to go on vacation and to spend some time with this pop star wife, not- Rita Ora. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a way to look at it. <laughs> for the most part, that's why this is that that's best been bulletin for you. For the for the for the most part, I would I would like to take a few holidays and go and follow Rita around, just be her little toy, be her little toy boy, and hang out with her and just watch her perform. And he means fellatio and other women, and I'm there for it. And and uh get her a cup of tea backstage given the aforementioned strike and where the writer director is writing in process of a star Wars script. It's more than likely that he will not complete the script for quite some time. And before we mention the growing list of additional projects, he's set to write and or direct, you know, I I'm, I'm going to, I mean, obviously if there's a strike for a year, there's, it can't be done for over a year. Right? So you're not wrong, Mr. Bespin. But the one thing that I would say is, is if it's a structural issue, 
And if it's like an aha idea, it needs that thing. And he hasn't come up with that. That thing hasn't landed. That may land um, in his brain over the course of this. So maybe in the big picture, it's going to actually be a good thing uh, for that script itself. You know what I'm saying? The fact well, that you like know who talked about this mm-hmm. was um, I was listening to an older interview with uh, Vince Gilligan when the first Strider strike happened. And right. he had been busy shooting out on set and the writers were kind of left him behind. It was like four of them, like a four writer and writer's room. And, and when the strike happened, he was able to go back and like, look at what they were doing. It was like, Oh no, you know? <laughs> yeah. So like that did give them a chance to like restructure that season a bit. You know? Right. I mean, right. Uh, Bestman says, whatever I say or do, I get criticized. Uh, criticized has a Z in it. You fucking idiot. What are, you, what are you trying to write right here? Oh, he's having an existential moment. You know? um, We're not criticizing you. That's been like... No, I'm just... <laughs> you, you want some criticizing? Uh, yeah. You, some, you know what? Some, maybe some. maybe you ain't built for this. Maybe you ain't made for this. Um, you got as a Patreon t- that has no tears. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> no rewards. You know? Well, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't need the tears because he's, he's got them. He's crying. <laughs> I got, I got you. I got you. Re- what do I get for it? Nothing. Great. I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sign up right now. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. No. Hey, no, there, no, there. Now no, we criticize. You, you are supporting Bespin for, for this article, for this work. You're saying, you know what? I'd rather just use the Patreon as the platform to support the website. It's it's completely fair. Um, And, and I will say, it sucks honoring tears and all that shit fuck that um okay anyways as of today there are at least four star wars movies in development the daisy ridley led new jedi order movie set after the events of star wars rise of skywalker dave filoni's mandiverse crossover flick james mangold's movie that focuses on the first ever jedi uh, his name is steve i am steve i'm the first ever jedi and of course I don't know I it. what if it's minecraft steve like, Mine, like minecraft hey, steve. we're making this for the kids yeah yeah <laughs> like oh, i was just oh. digging down here and i found a kyber crystal okay. i found all these sabers ray buried a hundred years ago <laughs> yeah <laughs> it takes place in the past it loops the star wars universe loops. <laughs> in addition ryan johnson is still slated to pen a star wars trilogy but it's busy scheduled knives out franchise and peacock series poker phase have prevented him from breaking ground on the three movies and patty jenkins rogue squadron film could be repurposed into a disney plus series taika waititi's taika waititi's next directorial effort next goal wins is slated to release on november 17th in cinemas so hey you know what just happened right now hmm So, so my, my daughter told me she's getting, uh, her mom is picking her up and, um, I never confirmed that with, with, with the mom. So I just need to make sure. Cause I said my alarm dropped. I'm like, why is my alarm going up? I'm like, Oh, it's the early day today at school. But yeah, no, no, every, everybody should best says don't support me. It's cool. I think that's reverse psychology. It's honestly one last such efforts before I pack best bulletin in. Nope. You're not allowed to. And um, people should support bestmanbulletin.com. But yeah, we were we were talking yesterday, and um, it occurred to to I mean, it's always been like below the surface here for like both of us. But when we were talking about it, and I was like, 
when they made those announcements at Celebration, like the YTD film was there, but they obviously didn't want to invite Taika YTD out to a thing where he has nothing to say and nothing to like do. So when, but when you look at that and you just contextualize it in reality, they just have a bunch of movies in, in development and they're just going to see what happens at the end of the day. There is no, that's why we don't have release dates. That's why we don't have, like, it's all just a bunch of random fucking hoping for the best. And obviously I, I would say the rave film is, is a, is a promise. R- Daisy Ridley's back They're They're going that far with it and stuff. Um, but they are best been I, I subscribe to your Patreon, right? Like relax. <laughs> yeah, you, you got you, man. Um, He's so rational when he's on the show. We get him in that chat room. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah. Well, we, Holy you know, we, we brought up Marissa to me. So. You bought Marissa. <laughs> Marissa to me. She was on eBay. We just bought her. We, we, we both went in on it. And now I can't pay rent. Yeah. Um, Ari says, I bet you there are 100,000 writers and directors dying for Tyka's spot. Get rid of the moron and stop wasting time. He's clearly he doesn't deserve it. No, that's that that isn't true. Uh Ta- Taika has made more good stellar movies than most filmmakers will make in their whole lives and he's done that in a very short time. Now, he might just fucking burn out and and not do anything good. He might not ever deliver a great film for a studio like Disney ever again. That's completely possible making, you know, a tent pole blockbuster fucking style film in a huge franchise may not be his wheelhouse when all is said and done, but that first store is really good. The second one is only not good because people don't like what it fundamentally, what it is. And that's ro- that's romantic comedy, a rom-com with the superhero genre mashup. That experiment doesn't work in my opinion, but that's, that's not his fault. I don't think he, I don't think he did the experiment poorly but that's what marvel does and sometimes it lands and sometimes it doesn't but uh all right uh i I guess i am gotta gotta go because it's an early day and uh i can't i don't know seriously yeah i mean unless you want to continue and i could come right back i only gotta go over like five minutes but i mean nobody's uh like five minutes like Oh, just, yeah, I can hold just, the show for five minutes. All right, all right. I'll be right back. All right. All right, everybody. Who wants to talk about Avatar? Huh? Who wants to talk about Avatar? <laughs> yeah, Bestman, join in. Join in. We'll, we'll talk. <laughs> Time to kill the count. All righty. <laughs> Member, back in December. Actually, no, there's a... Uh, there's a magazine called Before and Afters. I don't even know how to send you a link, man. Like, <laughs> let me go. Let me go. Invite, copy. Oh, I see how. I'll send it to you on Twitter. Anyway, there's a magazine called Before and Afters, and uh, you can buy it on uh, Amazon. Before and Afters, like twelve bucks. Independently made. Closest thing you can get to Cinefix Magazine. And in this issue, th- this issue they they got. They actually got Modoc on the cover because they interviewed the VFX guys behind Modoc. Digital Domain did that, so like you should definitely check that out. But there's a whole thing on Avatar 
about how they had real-time compositing real-time compositing so i've ordered a copy i'm going to get it in and dig through that but apparently they developed some custom real-time compositing software on the avatar stuff what have i been you you have been watching from rob i don't know what you're talking about but uh with modoc apparently i haven't read it yet but what i know is that apparently they used uh i think they used ai on the face like some kind of sort of frame generation to do some of that deep faking on the face. I, it looked like a deep fake face because it looked weird. You know, it wasn't sculpted. It looked like it was, you know, uh, stamped on in real time. So weird. But uh, I'm going to dig into that and get the whole breakdown in a future episode. Before and afters. Let me get you the link. Before and afters.com. Before and afters VFX magazine. One guy makes this, man. Like I said, it's and they got they're the ones that had the podcast called Hugo's Desk, which is really, really good. Oh, Bespin's here. I have a right. Hey, what up, Bespin? I'm just here to help you out. So, you know. See, you got you got my three bucks. You got my <laughs> three this, bucks. This is the service you get. You know? Don't say I don't I, support you. <laughs> I come I come on a whim, you know. As many people know. <laughs> so. <clears throat> what are you talking about anyway? I uh, missed the last two minutes. I was talking about an article that's in the new issue <clears throat> of Before and Afters magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, they interviewed uh, Weta on, on Avatar, but they apparently had some form of real-time compositing going on on the film. Like, they developed something custom on that one. So, um, it, it arrives from from amazon you know sooner mm-hmm. or later however fast that goes like 12 bucks but uh and they uh, they have real-time depth compositing and new facial animation tool set so they get in on that and then they also spoke to digital domain about machine learning research to use on ant-man and the wasp she hulk and the quarry so when people don't like my guess is that's how they're doing the 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 hulk and all that stuff she hulk on on a budget right, right? Mm-hmm. like they found a budget way and people go it looks cheap, well, yeah, because they did it on a budget. It looks like TV grade, but they they moved the TV grade stuff up to the film because you know with Modoc, probably I don't know for time or just for experimentation. The hell I know, and uh, uh, mixed results, right? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like middling results. What would you yeah. say, mixed to middling? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but it's a physical like they... magazine. There's there's no digital you know copy so i gotta wait for that shit to arrive marvel being pretty open they said that they kind of took a lot of the visual effects teams that was working on that man and uh put them all on uh black panther they also did it to she hulk as well so they focused their priorities on the one movie instead of like those two uh projects and i think you can really tell as well um the visual effects are a lot better in wakanda forever in comparison to ant-man and I was telling Jason this the other day. I think uh, once this writer's strike is is over, um, I think in an attempt to rush out content for streaming services, especially, I think you're going to see Disney return back to the bad VFX that we had with uh, Kenobi, Boba Fett, and some of the Marvel shows. I think that in order to churn out the content as quickly as they want to. Because like, you look at Kenobi, had six months of post-production, which is nothing. 
you know. And then you look at something like right. Mando 3, which had an entire year in post, and it looks far, far better. Um, I think we're going to return to those sort of times. Um, that's one of my theories as I've had anyway. Jason seems to agree, I believe. Um, sorry about the ding. Um, well, it's but, an, yeah. It's an ultra simplification of the process, mm. obviously, for time and just for clarity. But, like, there are there are there's work that's handed out that's subcontracted out right mm-hmm. so we don't know who's subcontracted on certain gigs right like the kenobi work could have been handled in directly in la but they also could have subcontracted out to three or four smaller studios that are working with them so it, it's so that's that's the problem when we don't have a cinefix mm-hmm. magazine someone with some industry clout that can go in that can fund a journalist, you know, as you and as you know, fund them to go around the world to these studios, see their setups, take photographs, be there on set during the filming, speak to the different houses as much as you can. You know, like Cinefix always kind of covered up like the, you know, the India shops that would be set up to do like mm-hmm. cheap 3D work and shit like that, you know. But but we would get really in-depth uh, looks at that beyond the freaking Star Wars gallery videos, which I hate. I hate the Star Wars Galaxy videos. I really, I really wish they would just sit whoever was at ILM down or whoever else the visual effects supervisors and just talk with them about specific shots versus versus that stuff. Yeah, I was really um, hoping we'd get like an in depth, uh, like maybe like an hour, hour and thirty minute long. I don't know, like like analysis of Andor from them, like because I don't well, like you, I don't really like the Mandalorian galleries either. Um, you know, I right. think they're like very superficial and subpar, but like with the people who work on Andor, like I obviously I've listened to various interviews with, with Gilroy and Nicholas Patel and like a bunch of people who worked on that show in various, you know, degrees and it's, um, in various parts of the production. But yeah, I would, I would love to see, um, something a bit more in depth be made at Disney plus, like, even if it's just. A documentary currently just on the focus on ILM now, you know. Um, well, I uh, can show you this right if you like that. Uh, Before and Afters also has a podcast, mm-hmm. and on the recent episode, which I just I just got like yesterday, so I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm going into. They speak to uh, Scott Pritchard from ILM about the real world location uh, locales that were used uh, for Coruscant. Mm-hmm. So. They're going to get into that on that episode. This is before and afters. And you can see here, like, here's some of the slides. Like, yeah. Right? Check this out. Like, that's the real world. And then, yeah, we yeah. had, uh, like, the, those locations right there. Way. Like, Nick went and visited them um, for me, like, to, to show but what they But this is what we used like to get in Cinefix. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're not getting, this should be on StarWars.com. It should. You know what I yeah. mean? The day, the day the shit launches. <clears throat> So well, let's go everything, here. Look at this one. Look at this one. Everything is half assed these days, Rob. I love, I love these shots, dude. Like just the way the light hits, it does. You know, like it feels real. Because mm-hmm. it's real light. Like, Wait, this is this Avatar? We know this one. No, this is Andor. This is the real world <laughs> location shots, and the digital stuff. So before and afters, uh, recently did a podcast with Scott Pritchard from ILM, going over all this stuff. Yeah, so they put this up on their site, so you can see like that one, and boom, 
Do they do they have one with like a naked lady, like where you move it and the dress comes off like those lighters in the eighties? They do. How did, well, it's a Gungan lady, but yeah, oh, okay, got one. okay. <laughs> you could you start with her wireframe, right, and then you yeah. go over and it's oh, <laughs> <laughs> it does that noise and shit. It's the yeah. best. But this is the issue. Uh, I'm gonna get. I bought it. It's on the way. Issue eleven. Oh, yeah? uh, they cover Modoc, but they cover um. Weta's real-time depth compositing and new facial animation tool set that was used on Avatar, which I want to read hmm. up on that. And then Digital Domain's machine learning research used on Ant-Man on the Wasp, She-Hulk, and the Quarry. Machine learning, uh, some form of deep... Because that looks like weird deep fake, right? It's like, I want to see how... Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's that's their magazine dude i don't make any money out it's like 12 bucks dude this is like one guy does all this stuff this is the only thing we have that's close to cinefx magazine right before and afters so i'm gonna it's pretty cool chance i get yeah yeah they're super dope we can get back yeah. to taika if you want oh no i mean well i mean hey how's it going Bestman? it's all good rob gave me money and then i showed up so oh He's paid Let's, for appearance, essentially. See what see what happens, guys. If you if you guys are uh, support him on Patreon, he'll he'll show up at your house. <laughs> he'll show up at your house. <laughs> I mean, that's how I got all the Kenobi spoilers. I I just gave him a coffee, and he came over and he told me everything from Kenobi, and then I I put it out like it was mine. But you know, this is the real time depth compositing software they use on Avatar. I imagine for for the three D, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, one of the hardest things to do when filming a scene that features live action and CG characters is ensuring you can visualize how they interact together. It can be difficult to place real world objects in the correct screen space and what will eventually be a CG environment on James Cameron's Avatar The Way of Water, WetFX was able to solve this problem and allow the director to more accurately frame and block the scenes that had been both live action and CG characters by implementing an onset real-time depth compositing solution. Games of the tools provide for a real-time composite in camera and 3D space with pixel-perfect occlusions without the need for blue screen or green screen. What the fuck? This was made possible via a link-up between two computer vision cameras calibrated with the main cinema stereo cameras and the development of a trained deep learning model. Oh, AI again, motherfucker. Made up of thousands of synthetic images generated from characters to set scans to process the stereo images and generate a youthful death map. Death map. So it's it. They took all the shit that they they designed, plugged it into their own AI stuff, and it was able to figure out the depth in real time, so they can tune it. Before now, they used to do it was just to now use the, two cameras, mm-hmm. and they'd have a beam splinter in the center, and they'd have to like like focus almost in real time, or or yeah, in real time they'd have to focus between the beam splitter to adjust depth, and they would have maybe software that would help them with that to an extent but this there was always post that they have to like take that uh, that data into post and and go through a whole compositing pass but this is being done now on set mm. in real time so well that's nuts so it's rebuilding the the 3d environments remember in, when i remember when when like blue screen was everything and then the green screen came and then the green screen guy was laughing at the blue screen guy this is yeah. the AI screen. Take this that AI green screen, screen guy. guy. <laughs> now, now, now your kids aren't going to college. Just remember, when you say this looks like the Predator's vision, James Cameron came up with the Predator face. He's the one that solved the mandible thing mm-hmm. because it, it looked like a giant locust before. And he was the one who was like, there's this fish underwater. It's really cool. Like, and he like did the mandible bits. Like he came up with that. 
So the Predator, yeah, All right. little Predator time. So this is a dope magazine. Like I, said, I got this on the yeah. way. I'm going to read this and go through it. But but there's a little bit of the article here when they they interview. I don't know if you guys are all into this technical shit, but um, Dense. they do get in with theory. Them. I I I, I, th- I think it's interesting when you see like where you know things are going and how things are going to be made next. Um, that's I mean that's that's definitely cool. I don't think people understand. Um, to put it into um dumb jason terms that like depth of field and stuff like that if you look at like the shots of coruscant from revenge of the sith compared to attack of the clones you know how it much better it looks and you don't know why it's because of that but now they're able to do that in real time is what we're taking away from this right now they're going to be able to like set that up in like real time and and know kind of what they're shooting from the Coruscant balcony is that's what it if they were filming on Coruscant, yeah, for right? 3D, yeah, you know, for 3D. So, and so they're able to generate in real time, uh, what those high end uh locations will, will look like mm-hmm. three dimensionally based off images that they've they've rendered out or pre designed. And so the AI can calculate that to get, get the depth, yeah. So that's and that 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 that, that is, I mean, that's a world of difference when you see them even an avatar when they're like falling on like when they land on rock and there's shit going on in the background like it, it, it all works as opposed to even when they're underwater it's way different than when you watch the little mermaid uh, footage in 3d where it feels yeah. like someone's sitting on a set looking around at stuff like it's <laughs> <Right>. really different <laughs> but this is uh well will this will this have like, any will this have any effect on like um on on like the, the work that would go on in the volume or is that completely uh would that be a completely different no this is like, strictly for 3d stuff but i could okay. imagine yeah i could imagine like maybe now maybe there's a way you know how like you said with the volume they have to build everything <clears throat> in advance right to yeah. place it in the scene what if like they're able to take concept art in a way, right? Like even like the low rendered 3D concept art, and it's able to calculate that and build the assets that aren't final, but give them those. You know what I mean? Like uh, there might be a way to do that sooner than later. Yeah, um, but they are yeah. training it on their own shit, so whatever. So it was a good thing. I I I got Penny because she's all, oh, don't worry, I'm gonna get her. My, she doesn't know that it, that it's an early day. Um, I got her. <laughs> yeah, I'm the good parent for once. All right, um, Bespin. Mm-hmm. Do you see what uh, what what old man Richie asked? He said, "Has Acolyte complete com- completed shooting?" I don't know. I most of the people over there like are busy with like Ghostbusters. That shouldn't yeah. Um, like I've seen some. I've I've showed you before, like some of the sets, and um, they've got a bit. Uh, Luke's one at least. I've got. Remember, I was getting those pictures of the actual yeah. set. Yeah, yeah, like, the the uh, the uh, drone like pictures yeah, and yeah, stuff. That, that, that cool. shit stopped. You know, it's like, <laughs> I can't even like tell you from that way. Um, D- did they did they train a, a a fucking falcon or an eagle to go and like and take the drone down? They sent a Megazord to sort it out. Yeah, you don't know what a Maybe. Megazord is. Mm-hmm. From from Power Rangers, right? Uh, yes, that's it. I was ho- I was hoping you knew because maybe it was yeah. after your time. I don't know. Oh, I know. I I, 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 I know audio. Rita. I know Rita. I want the audio clip 
sampled out. Do you know what a Megazord is? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so no, that's gone. So I, I don't really know. They told us when they when they started filming. They told us late. Like they started. I think it was like a, at least a week before they announced it, like publicly on StarWars.com. Mm-hmm. But uh, so there's a chance they tell us themselves that if it's over. It was supposed to finish this month. Heslin said it on stage at Celebration. Yeah. So, so it should be done. Um, and it seems as if they were a little bit ahead of schedule, because not ahead of schedule, but Daphne Keene at the time was saying it's supposed to finish in April. And uh, then they were like, no, it's going to be May. So I doubt it's dragged on into June or further, because um, she can't obviously do rewrites. She can't change how certain yeah. scenes are, but, um, which I think is why they wanted it done by or within May anyway. Mm-hmm. Tyka um, can though, right? Mm-mm. You can, yeah. We'll send Rob over to finish Acolyte. You know, I, I was, I, I, I'm still confused about that thing that we talked about yesterday. Um, that that tweet that I, I sent you, Bespin, um, Rebels from Rebels. Yeah, like how are they able to do that? Is it because it's animation? Does that circumvent live action? like stuff and therefore it's like a different thing i shouldn't like it's just yeah right in for a television yeah. series it's still going to be released by the company like disney it's still gonna right yeah. there what do they call them a signature or something like that mm, yeah yeah so it's like yeah I, i'm i'm still curious about how that happened or how, how that even went down i guess they just decided to hire people that weren't in the W no, but the guys in the WGA who's talking about it. So that that sounds like it's sketchy either way, right? Oh, yeah, <laughs> whatever so, that mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, as, a, as a sketchy guy, I can confirm that. Sketchcraft, yeah. Yeah, like like when I I mean and, and it doesn't surprise me like I I said on the show before, I ran into Dave Filoni on the street in San Diego, started <laughs> talking one day. I was really that's how it's happened. And um and he was just like he was really nervous about rebels because they took all the money away. He didn't ex- explicitly say that, but that was every single thing that we talked about was referencing that. And um, so he was like kind of you know nervous about how it was going to be uh, re- received at, at the time because they were clearly not doing it, the, you know, how they had done things before. But at the same time, I could kind of see uh, clone wars having been done that way well, too, because Lucas wasn't a fan of the, Lucas left the DGA. You know what I mean? He wasn't. Uh, he he circumvented the guilds often in his in his career. What you're telling me is Dave Filoni is a source of yours. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I'm conversation with him on the street. You know, he's waving at you and the kids like when you're on top of that car park. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah, like to but... think of myself as a dapper hobo. Know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just get on the train. I just go traveling. Yeah. I went yeah. to San Diego. <laughs> I saw Jason. I complained about the money, which you know mm-hmm. is my favorite thing to do. They ain't spending enough money. He'd spend mm-hmm. it, but check it out, Jason. They're spending the money now on my new movie. Oh my god! Oh man! Nando oh look at it! Nando forever! <laughs> oh wow! Grogu gonna get some nipples. Oh, we got the yeah. money for it, Jason. Can't wait. Look how smooth he is. Yeah, we came to the uh, conclusion, or I did, anyways, that it, um, Alfred. That that that's mm-hmm. my favorite Alfred because he gave yeah. his his niece in the movie nipples on her costume. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
Think about it, right? So they didn't complain when that was in the budget. Yeah. They didn't complain. There's always that one uncle, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Alfred, that uh, that Alfred was the one. He's got to be Michael. Was this Michael King? Michael King? Michael Kane? Yeah, but no, not Michael Kane. No, it was no, the old no, one. No, it was old Michael old guy. Yeah, he was the best. Yeah, Michael old. <laughs> I gotta go make my. I'm in the director's guild now, Jason. I always wanted to be. I always wanted to be. Uh, Jedi Mike re reminds me. Uh, I saw it from our our buddy Azatru today. I, I was I was like I needed my dose of the Azatruth, and um and, and I got it. So ILM X Labs, we we were asking about like what's up with them. Like we haven't heard anything from them in quite a while, and uh, ILM X Labs has rebranded themselves now to ILM Immersive. And it still has like that X on the on the logo, like you can kind of see it here. So it's the X on the logo, but um, ILM immersive. And uh, yeah, the assumption I've seen going around. This isn't my original thought. I think I saw Peter Scretta suggested um, at least um, that the A augmented reality headset thing is coming out from apple next week they're gonna do like a being big announcement week, yeah being revealed and that is probably why they probably are gearing out of exclusively looking as as appearing to be a vr company and going more you know broader in that way I don't so like augmented reality like mm. eh, you know it it it, like it. it has its it 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 could be done well, but you know, I, I think that we're just moving into more of like VR headsets being on glasses with augmented reality. Cause like you could use the pass through on your Oculus quest or in your quest to, to, to do augmented reality. Hey, Penny, you want to come in? Want to come and give, give your star Wars update? I got a biggest star Wars update today. There was star Wars music at school. I got no other context. I don't know why I asked her why she has no idea. But Star Wars music was at school. That happened. So all, all your all your Star Wars elementary school updates. Do you need something, Penny? Are you good? I did. And she said, she said, I'm gonna get her. And I said, I already got her. And then she said, Oh man, she's gonna kill me. And I said, Yeah, you're dead. So if I were you. I would act like all mad like this and and tell her when we go to see Spider-Verse tomorrow, she's got to buy us hot dogs or something. That's what I would do. I would parlay that into something for daddy. Yeah. Jesus yeah. doing everything wrong. What? Divorce parenting. No. <laughs> I just spent I just spent 60 I bucks said. on uh Spider-Verse <laughs> tickets to sit in the very front. <laughs> Why? Why uh, the front? They're all sold out. Spider Verse is on fire. I'm I'm happy for it, but it, it, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. My um, we we were we were gonna go, and at first it was just like we're gonna go see it. Cool, like not like a big deal. Wasn't totally worried about Spider Verse in the biggest way. I'm like, we'll catch it when it comes out that week. Well, you know, well, me and the kids will go see it. Then uh, my you know my 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 son's been like really sick. He got some kind of virus or something. And um, last night I get this text message from him and it's like, you know, he's like, he's all, like all under the weather and stuff. And then he's like, 
what's he say? Um, he goes, Dad, when when do we see the Spider Verse? <laughs> and I was like, uh, I guess Thursday. He's like, I'm so excited. I love you. <laughs> and I was like, Oh man, I got Ferris Bueller. So uh, I was like, I was like, we have to go to, we have to go on the first day, you know. Like in his in his whole life, he's never cared about going to a movie on the first day. That's never been like a thing that he's. It has a he's great 3D up. conversion that first movie too. I, I own the three D Blu Ray. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think there's three D screenings of this, is there? Uh, I haven't been able to find one. Yeah, I the, mine my theater did, didn't have it in three D. Yeah. But um, yeah, but um. Every every ticket was was pretty much sold out, you know. Um, that was not like on the sides, like on the very side. You know what I mean? Like the, all of the middle seat stuff for, the, for every screening tomorrow is 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 done. So, you know. But you underestimated the nudes, Jason. You underestimated. Oh. Yeah, no, I mean, I, that well, that first Spider Verse movie is so good. It's clearly like built an audience, mm-hmm. and um, and it's well, coming. Open weekend, it's looking to do triple of what the original did. So that's nice. Yeah, I yeah. Know, I got to see the original like a week early, and it was in three D. And uh, yeah, it was disappointing. Not enough people were talking about it at the time. Like, but all just for two release, right? Because I think they were trying to get people to see it and build a word of mouth. Yeah, um, you know. But yeah, it's it's fantastic. I'm really pleased to see it doing so well already. Yeah, um, and by all accounts, it sounds like it delivers from all the reviews and reactions that's come out over the past week. You know, it sounds like it's not a sequel slump. You know, it, it it's it might even be better than the than its predecessor. Yeah, um, a, a friend of mine saw it and uh, texted me, said it's it's like Empire Strikes Back equivalent for that. Mm-hmm. For that universe, Which and um, they've been saying as well, so it's glad that that's true. Not just a yeah, a line for marketing, you know. Yeah, all the same. The person also told me Flash wasn't uh, isn't the best superhero movie of all time. It's really good, but like not the best superhero movie of all time. You know how yeah, people are saying that, and and yeah, yeah same. So I was we, like, okay, <laughs> but yeah, they're we, saying, and they're saying that this is better. They're yeah, saying, we both uh, had friends to, who saw Flash recently. Yeah. Um, the guy who I knew who went and saw it said like he loved it and it's super emotional and Ezra Miller is great annoyingly to that guy because he said he wanted to hate Ezra Miller. Mm-hmm. He's actually very good. He yeah. stuff is great. And he thinks a lot of people are going to be emotional from watching it. He didn't mm-hmm. tell me the context. We know the stories I assume is probably Barry and his mother. But yeah. yeah. No, we got like good films coming out. Yeah. yeah. Fast and Furious just came out last week. You know? Transformers yeah. and it was me. Admitted, it was me. I saw the flash, and I told you I was cool. I was cool if Ezra gonna kidnap me. You know what I'm saying? He could just take me to an island and feed me bullets. I'll eat them. <laughs> you're 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 a little baby bullet biter, aren't you? I I want a movie about that man's life for like that year. You know how how like. What happened I, I, into I, the I, into I, the Ezra verse? Yeah. And, oh my God, that is a yeah. name. I'm writing that down. Yeah. Into you could... the Ezra verse. <laughs> ChatGPT, we gonna have this script done by lunch. <laughs> <laughs> right. We could make that script. Yeah. Like we yeah. could do this. 
Yeah, yeah, they said the no one could write a script, but no no one said Chat GPT couldn't write the script, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, oh, I mean, Tycho will write it. He'll do anything. <laughs> no, no, he's too busy. He's too busy. He's... He'll follow in his. Uh, oh, he's being a boy toy. Around, being a boy toy. Yeah. I know it, it's it's like the Shawn Michaels of the Star Wars universe is what you're you saying. Well, no, I wrote that. What I, I, you about, right? Like that's oh, why yeah, yeah. that yeah. yeah, yeah, no, and and that's why I turned it around and said that's what you get when you read Bestman Bulletin. Um oh, yeah. Yeah. and, and uh, um but what I I like about it is he knows there's some guy who's gonna call him a bitch for it, but he mm -hmm. knows that his wife is smoking hot, so he's like, Yeah, go ahead, do that. He's all let's get into it. He wants to get into that with you internet person you know what i mean that's what he's hoping for so yeah but good, good on him you know i Just, mean i'd love to have his life i'm out here trying to avoid being a hatfish you know <laughs> did uh did, do you he guys really know is costanza jason Rob, i thought it was just a goof but no no <laughs> do, you, do you know the uh the uh hatfish story no it, it was it it's uh it was it was traumatic. You you want to you want to tell him the? It's not. Is I it wasn't okay? The hatfish, my friend. You hatfish. weren't the hatfish. No, no, no. It's your it's your friend, and you. you I don't want to say the wrong thing. You need to protect the innocent. You know, but no. Basically, like he had pictures of himself on a on like Tinder or whatever. He, like, you know, he was texting the girl. They were like sending pictures, doing all this stuff. They you know they'd gone as far as you can go over like text messages. So they decided to meet up and go for a date. And he showed up, uh, like, and he took off his hat, and he was like, he wasn't super, he wasn't super bald, but he was like really badly bald, and like, and she got up and like just stormed out and like screamed at him and told him that you know, she called him a hatfish and told him that he's purposely like misled her and that it's unfair to women, and then, then she went and like did a post about it, like yeah, it's not great. Was his that picture? Fish. Did he look like? Did he look like McGruber in his photo? Like did he go overboard? With yeah, the it's all like, it's all like hair. So like, like the mullet hanging out the back, and then he's like well, takes he it off. Right. And he's like Rocky Horror Picture Show guy. The photos he had, like he either had a hat on, or like his like the photo would be cut off like around his forehead. Yeah. So, so like he was clearly hiding the fact that he was, he was bald because he was insecure about it or bald in mm. and uh, yeah, he's still a half fish though. He wears hats all the time. Right. You know. Yeah. That's why I avoid being a hatfish. Oh yeah, no, you can't be a hatfish. You gotta, yeah. you gotta be like, hey, no, no hats in my pictures. That's what I mean. So if I'm, if I'm, you know, if I'm getting close to to, to a woman, I take off my hat and be like, hey, look, this is what you're dealing with. In a few years, I'm gonna be a bald man. You know, well, like, th there was there was an episode of Curb about that. Remember, remember the episode of, of Curb Your Enthusiasm? He gets the a date and then he goes shows up to the date without that. I think he says he show up to the date without the hat or does he take the hat off? I can't remember. I don't but, remember. Yeah. Yeah, like that, that happened. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. he meets at first with it. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Could you just imagine? Up. He just takes his hat off and, you know, like, just turtles his head toward the lady, you know, hands out. Eh? Eh? And she can, so yeah. she can see. Eh? Like, yeah, <laughs> now you know. Did you watch the I'm not a hatfish. Of, of, uh, <laughs> platonic <laughs> last night, Jason? No, I, I I finished Ted Lasso though. I finished Ted Lasso. No spoilers. I haven't watched it yet. There's a moment in Platonic early on with Seth Rogen's with a lady, and I had to do that before. Like mm -hmm. you'll know when you see it. Okay. I have to do that. Like okay. Um. Yeah, I'm having too many Costanza moments lately. Like it all started with that stupid jacket thing. I, <laughs> I was walking down the street the other day, and these kids were like like shouting at me, and uh, 
I turned around and I like said hi to them and then I kept walking, they kept like heckling and then they shouted, Hey old man and then like I was like, oh, shit, I'm the old man. <laughs> like I looked around, nobody was there. I went home and moisturized, like that's how it badly affected me. So. He, he's not even thirty. You know what I mean? It's come on. But what one time I, I was I was walking Luke I, I told you the story best when I was walking Luke and Penny to the to the park or something and this like old lady like comes up to us and starts saying like how cute the kids are mm-hmm. and then she's like are you their grandfather mm-hmm. I was like what the fuck lady I'm like fucking like mm-hmm. 35 come on <laughs> so yeah it happens it's tough out there for, for us balding men, you know? You know? They automatically like 10 years to us. I mean, Captain Picard's only like 19 in the first season of Star Trek The Next Generation, you know? But to us, he was always old. <laughs> mm, he was. <laughs> That's why Vin Diesel never ages, Jason. You know? Uh, Vin Diesel thinks that, but we also hey, know the difference. Hey, don't, don't diss him. He looks, he looks incredible. The so without, model, you know? with, without spoiling Rob... Did you mm-hmm. did you did you like the end of Ted Lasso? Oh yeah, yeah. I thought it was like the the exact end that I sort of Im- I've always imagined, I suppose, and thought it was really well done. I imagine mm-hmm. you don't like it based off of the text you sent me this morning. Yeah, um, I didn't know if that was a joke, but then I thought about. It, I was like, no, this is real. Like, he does think this. Yeah, I do um, think that. What yeah, did I say? So I don't know what called I said. It phoned in cheese. Yeah, phoned in cheese. That sounds right. <laughs> Ted Lasso doesn't die, Rob. I'll give you that spoiler right now. He fucking lives. I told you he wouldn't. Yeah, but you didn't I'm, me. Uh, my 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 actual like like problem with it, without spoiling Rob, is that every single thing that you and I talked about that would likely happen or was a likely outcome, yeah, happened. When I told you about the fan thing, I was mm-hmm. like, I just saw it, like when they were discussing the thing that happened. I was like, there you go. I've been saying that for like months at this point like that's what what will happen um, yeah it's, again i think i agree with the decision i agree with every decision they made in the finale mm-hmm. like it w- really does work for me for me like having succession end on sunday and like that delivered this delivered like i'm happy i'm satisfied as a fan of <laughs> now i'm i'm questioning if succession delivered because i don't know who to trust well if rob likes I- it then you know it's the majority I, I think Rob 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 will like it. Well, I don't I don't what I don't am see I ever Rob the having... majority. Like, <laughs> I'm like well, man never... into his okay. own island on this fucking show. Like, well, <laughs> you uh, by you uh, you you liked the, the first episode of Ted Lasso season three. Me and Jason were a bit more against it. Yeah, yeah, that was filler. That was that was reiterating for reality for time. But if you've never seen it, most but that's most TV shows, Jason. You just don't assume they watched mm, it three we live other in seasons a, before it. Yeah, but but the but from here on out, other than that one week for the rest of eternity, the show is going to be consumed as a streaming show in totality, and so you, and you just don't need it. If people, yeah, but it still no, it does work out because Homeboy breaks up with Homegirl in that episode. Whole, I mean, or, well, I, a bunch I of shit in that episode that. I, I, yeah, I'm not saying that it, that didn't need to happen. That that could have happened in a full episode that wasn't reiterating the climate, though. And you know, it was a little well, bit. Fab, maybe if Favreau wrote it, it would have been stronger. Maybe. Right? No, like, this guy. Yeah. See, he's got to make it personal. He's got to make it personal. Got to make it. Me an Apple TV project, please. <laughs> like, 
No, but no, Apple are doing really well at the moment with comedies, though. Ted Lasso, Shrinking, they've been fantastic. And I think Platonic's pretty good as well at the moment. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, liking, I'm liking Platonic for the most part. You know, I haven't if you watched want to the listen uh, to some, uh, hmm? If you want to listen to some fun arguments, uh, there's a podcast called Script Notes. Yeah. It's with uh, Craig Mazon and this other dude. I can forget the guy. Um, mm-hmm. But Maison wrote a bunch of shitty movies, but then he eventually gets to. I mean, when I say shitty, we're talking like Scary Movie 3, The Hangover sequels, the sequels, not the first one, Superhero Movie, that kind of bullshit. People but got, a, he, got bills, he, right? But then the motherfucker drops Chernobyl on fucking HBO. Yeah. Right? And then he's on The Last of Us. Like, he's figured out, like, he found a place where he could actually write, right? Mm-hmm. So they had McQuarrie on, Chris McQuarrie on this week. And they've had like a fun fake feud for the last some years, right? Yeah. But then they actually then they do get into a real disagreement about like, <laughs> you know, Macquarie has Cabrera. opinion. Macquarie has opinions about like uh, how he feels people should should react at the end of a movie as opposed to say TV or something else, you know? Yeah. And uh, Maison was no, you know, I don't think it, you know, well, Maison was trying to imply that. What was it? Chris McQuarrie. McQuarrie kind of came across as like everyone should feel good leaving the movie, but that doesn't mean everyone was having a good time. Like the characters were having a good time. Is that you should feel energized or something at the end of a movie for a two hundred million dollar film? It's basically okay. what he's saying. You know, if everyone walks out fucking depressed out of a two hundred million dollar film, and then yeah. he basically goes, "What about the Dark Knight?" And he goes, "Go, yeah, but you could like, one dude can be really good at pulling that off." You know what I mean? Most of us aren't. You know, it's, yeah. that's always my take. You know, but, but, I, I, like, but I would also not, say I I almost never leave a I almost like a new hope was that is that quintessential experience of that. Right. I don't get that very often. I can't. There's a handful of times I I could think of like leaving a movie. Actually, strangely, one of them was from from Dust Till Dawn. I was ready to fight after that one. I was like, yeah, it's fucking badass. I love that. I was like 16 when that came out. That was a good but time. the thing that Macquarie did say that I totally agree with, and guys, mm-hmm. I, listen to the episode because they they switch gears left and right in the conversation. So it's really it's not. I, Macquarie can sometimes reiterate himself in interviews. This is all new shit. Right? Okay, these guys ain't having that. But uh, the thing that he did say was that he learned on after Top Gun, right? Because I don't care what he says, that dude came in and directed some of that movie. I don't give a fuck what mm-hmm. they're claiming, you know. Um, but he said that, you know, before when he was planning out Mission Impossible movies or something like that, he'd always think of them in terms of set pieces. We got a set right. piece. What, 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 what do we not do? What, what can we do this time that we haven't done before? That's how he's like prepping the film. Now he, he goes, I prep the film by how do I want the audience to feel mm-hmm. at any given moment? You know, like, how do I want them to feel at the beginning? How do I want them to feel at the middle, the end, like in that journey, like thinking about it from that perspective. And, and look, you could like that to me is something that, as an artist, it took me a long time. Once you get past all the technical stuff of drawing, whatever, painting, is forget styles. Forget how you draw or what you draw. The question is, how? who am I making this for and how do I want to make them feel? You know, like what? what is the response, the emotional response I want people to have? And like that's what I'm looking for in, in any sort of anything. Like an emotional response. Is the intention an emotional response or is the intention – uh, well, you know, we had this big set piece and then we had, uh, uh so we, we, we gave them the fan service and we put in the lore. So they're good there, you know, check, check, check. They should feel good. Like that's not an emotional response. 
you know and that's yeah. that's where andor succeeds in my opinion you could still have a set piece you could still have a sequence but that isn't what you're wrapping it around you're wrapping around an emotional journey you know even if it is a b movie level star wars emotional journey that is the focus mm-hmm. and i do think maybe if there was like a criticism to be made of maybe the prequels is that you know lucas had a really cool idea of getting ilm and everyone busy developing visuals before he wrote things but then he's writing things around those visuals right like you're seeing that you're seeing this you're seeing that like that's how you end up with that whole opening to revenge of the sith and then you cut it the clone war sequence at at the same time though he did overdevelop so much that like they ended up like shooting on sets from phantom menace for attack of the clones and stuff like that at the same time but that's my complaint if, if the point mm-hmm. was if his focus was the emotional journey of anakin mm-hmm. or say padme if that was the focus then you don't really overdevelop that stuff you overdevelop mm-hmm. when you're letting everyone run flying you're trying to like generate ideas and that the focus is putting the ideas on screen it, it like, i know this is complicated but i've i've run into yeah. this this problem before you know many many times and you know as a guy who's put a lot of shit in his art, believe me, you gotta you gotta be careful about your intention behind that. You know, mm-hmm. like if you're gonna put stuff on the screen, make certain that the intention is to invoke an emotional response and not to say, "Look, I covered bases; everything's on screen." That this mm-hmm. is a different mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, and it affects every other decision you make from then on out. Yeah, like like remember, you also have to remember too with like the prequels. And what they were doing, uh, I, I think Phantom Menace had 17 games connected to it that released with it. Oh, video games? Yeah, 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 a lot of games. Yeah, yeah. you know, I, I'm not even kidding. It was like 17 in total. Like when you yeah. get down, like Game Boys and all the different platforms and stuff, and and right. shit like that. So, like, yeah. So, so there was a little bit of like yeah let's just fucking just keep going because everything will we'll be able to use it somewhere you know that kind of shit but um jonesy is saying uh could it be an idea to buy disney shares on the stock market before major series and films are released i mean you know as right now i guess um they've they supposedly I, i don't follow it that closely so i can't give you any advice on that but what i heard was uh yeah people they were like oh we're really hurting disney right now and then there was like evidence that it uh, it was going quite the other way because Disney, I guess, is buying back its stock or something like that at the low price. So they're like, "We're fine. We're fine with this." Yeah, but I but don't for, agree for with st- stock buybacks, yeah, fundamentally. But yeah, but but uh, point point being, um, yeah, if you were if you if you're you know if you're playing the stock market, um, it will likely get better. Uh, Disney will likely go up and right now it is down. And um, so, yeah, if you were going to, it probably would be probably a better time now than, uh, you know, when, when the movies are coming out, when things are in production and during this writer's strike, I would imagine you won't see high highs. I would think, you know, but who fucking knows with this world? It's wild. I still can't figure out the ending of trading places. (laughs) You What's know? that? I've, I've seen. It, I just can't figure out what they were doing there on the floor. I've tried, tried to make heads or tails of it. I just don't get it. As the truth says, Pod Racer and RTS game announced. Whilst I'm watching Transformers next week, I can see it happening. Just my luck. 
hey, that would, uh, I guess, yeah, that would be your luck. But at the same time, it's still pretty, that's pretty good bad luck to have, right? If they actually announce that's that stuff. good luck. He gets to watch a Transformers movie, and which he loves. And he comes like, out of the theater and, and there's the Padres game. Like, yeah, like, that's a great day as a trip, you know? Yeah. Don't worry about the videos. <laughs> Just enjoy yourself. As a true's problems are a world away from Bestman's problems. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. As a true has Brad Pitt problems and Bestman yeah. has George Costanza problems. Like that's <laughs> you're not wrong, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um Royal said Royal Fino says Disney is the cheapest it's been in like eight years. So there you go. Not bad. Now, now would be the uh, the good time. Um, mo- yeah, mo- most likely though, um, when we get on the other side of this, you would you would see the gain. So I guess it depends on how long you want your how long you want to wait for your return on the, your investments and stuff like but that. The movies don't deliver. You know, all the movies that come mm-hmm. out, they all underperform massively for Disney. Well, that's what's happening kind of right now. Like Fast and the Furious is having like a weird thing where it's not delivering on the state side, I guess. And then in the foreign markets, it is, but it's not really hitting yeah, the, the mark. And Little Mermaid is the same thing, but opposite. Yeah, yeah Fast and Furious made sixty million in the states on its opening weekend, but two hundred fifty internationally, so over three hundred like altogether. Yeah. Little Mermaid made one twenty in the states and like sixty internationally. So like 180 right. altogether, like yeah, that wasn't great. Um, but yeah, like I don't know what's gonna happen with these these other ones coming out. Like there's different numbers for like Transformers. Mm-hmm. Like some are paying 40, say some are going up to as high as 70 for its opening weekend. Okay. Like, uh, Transformers have, has typically been an international franchise more than anything, right? Like that's where it's made the bulk of its money. Yeah. Um, sort of similar to Fast and Furious. Yeah. Um, but like Indiana Jones, I think primarily makes his money in the states right i think so well the um w- w- what was crystal skull let me let me see it what 800 million made altogether yeah it was like 790 which we ran up to 800 yeah. and with inflation and stuff it's yeah, yeah it's like a billion dollar movie with inflation but um uh yeah hold on let me, let me see indiana jones and the god fucking titles dude um okay of oh, foreign Box office. Let me see if I, if I can. I thought he said it. porn before he said box no. office. No, <laughs> it's a big whip. No, because you know how box box office mojo went all weird. Like, yeah. So okay, okay so them and broke the fucking site. So domestic, it made three hundred million, three hundred seventeen million. International was four hundred seventy three. So it actually made more money internationally. Mm. And then the total was seven ninety, so it actually made more internationally. So you could say Indiana Jones was more international. Surprisingly, on that last one, fifty nine percent of the of the box office was international, and forty percent was domestic. So I'm yeah, gonna go we'll, on a limb and say it's not gonna do huge in China. You know, mm-hmm. um, Indiana Jones, but. If it does well in Australia, the UK, France, Germany, then they they should be all right. Yeah. I can tell you what the fuck's going to play in Russia these days, you know. But the, um, that's where, that's Crystal Skull, right? 
Wasn't Crystal either. Skull didn't didn't open in China. Like they weren't doing that back then, correct? I don't know. I don't know. I don't I think don't so. Okay. Little Mermaid bombed in like the Asian markets. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's like I, part of the problem. I, I saw like 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 interesting um like conversations about that on on uh Reddit, like around the box office where it there were Asian people claiming they were mad at Americans for saying that it, they were going to be racist towards the film. So that's why they didn't see the movie. I'm like, oh, that, that's really, really weird. But but they claim that those were like news stories, that they're saying we're going to be racist against this movie. And people were like, fuck that movie. We're not going to see it. I have no idea if that's if that's true, but that's that's something that that they are actively pushing. So, I thought it was definitely uh, strange. But I'm trying to see if there was anything for um, Indiana Jones. Yeah, so far, there's nothing for Dial of Destiny showing up with pre-sales no, it, or anything. That'll probably hit like by Friday, if not Monday. Like, yeah. What what that's looking to do in the opening weekend, uh, stateside. Mm-hmm. Like they would have had obviously a week then of pre-sales, so two weeks of pre-sales at that point. Um, so yeah, they they'll work it out. Indie, like again, it's got a monumental task. It needs to make around eight hundred million, yeah. which is ridiculous. It's not it's it's not its fault. It's Lucasfilm and Disney's fault. Yeah, but, yeah. Like the Flash, I think that needs to make over seven hundred to become profitable or something. Like, yeah. So, uh, Last Crusade made fifty eight percent of its money internationally. So since Last Crusade, Anna Jones has been an international film as opposed to a domestic one for its most of its take here's the difference with the flash though right and what they're not going to tell you is the flash has a shitload of fucking toys Mm -hmm. so the merge potential is where they're going to make their money even if that movie doesn't get to 700 mil it could easily do a billion and a half in toy sales and that you know that's a thing that's not them paying for license they own everything Mm-hmm. You know, so they're gonna get that money back, you know, one way or the other. So, uh, Indiana Jones, I don't know. I mean, yeah, they got merch, but I, I don't know. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. The, the yeah, not, I not I love <laughs> I love Indiana Jones, and I I, I buy the uh, the uh, movies. But when I was a child, you couldn't find the toys; they weren't anywhere. I know I'm they existed, but they but this I don't even a, know anybody who had them. You know, this I didn't was at a time when good. you could buy star trek four figures like the, the captain kirk in a red jumper yeah you know what i mean like those were on the shelves so i know but, because i got stuck with them my uncle yeah <laughs> star but, trek toys but by by like last crusade for last crusade i was like obsessed with indiana jones i was waiting for it. you know it was like i was in the lucasfilm fan club magazine subscription club thing i'm like waiting for it i'm, I'm all about it and the, they didn't really make that much stuff uh, around it. Like you could buy the poster, you could buy the puzzle of the poster. You know what I mean? Everything was like you could buy the shirt of the poster. <laughs> it was just like all the same, like like yeah, kind of shit. Yeah, image on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was that 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 poster with like you know Indian you know what movie got people. away with it? You mm-hmm. know what movie got away with that and did well was Batman. They put that logo on yeah. the poster. And then they yeah. put that logo on everything. And I always tell people the most highest, the highest profitable shirt of all time is the Batman logo shirt. Like it's but, but we, yellow we, on a black tee, dude. Like, but like. no, no. But that actual movie logo of Batman 
was like right. so high quality for the, the time. One. Yeah, like it was like shiny, and we were like, "That is cool," and it was like subtle. It didn't feel like you were. It was wasn't too busy. I have the busy Batman shirts. When I think the first shirt I ever bought for myself, like where my parents didn't buy it, was a Batman shirt, and it was Batman. It was a car. It was like a comic booky one, but it was from the. It was for the movies like release. And it, and it was Batman, and he had the Joker like by his like thing right here, you know. And it said Arch Enemies. <laughs> that's, <laughs> like, that's why I feel like the Indiana Jones logo should have lines and be fully airbrushed in the whole bit, dude. Like, yeah, this minimalistic design shit that's like slapped over a Drew Struzan compositional knockoff. I'm not feeling that, dude. You know, I'm but, just not like. But Batman was the was was the movie at the time. That was like, whoa, whoa, whoa! What the fuck are we doing? Look at what they did with that Return of the Jedi. We need to be making the money back on on the products and and stuff like that. And um, I, I saw that uh, Keaton and Nicholson got like some of that money, and like that year, Nicholson was like made like the most money of, at that point than anybody had ever made well, because of a, that or something. He took a he took a fee a pay cut to get a percentage of the. The gross yeah. or net profits, however that worked out, and the merch was tied into that. So. Be- because Batman was never profitable. The '89 Batman was never profitable, technically. <laughs> technically, you are an excellent producer. You and John no. Hughes are going to be hanging out, right? No, no, that's Barbara Streisand's hair, laughing yeah. to the bank. Yeah, no, no, no. That's why I'm got like thirteen or mm-hmm, thirteen no, it... million, thirteen million for Man of Steel. Yeah. Because he owns the theatrical rights to Superman to this day. The fucking Queen movie with uh, Wembley Stadium is like the only thing that they had to redo. And that made, movie made a billion. And they're like, we, we weren't profitable, right. you guys. We it's like, no, oh, we weren't profitable. what you did? You fucking deep fake fucking Freddie Mercury for the whole film? Because I wonder if everybody's done that. Well, you know? my animation teacher was a part of that lawsuit um, for uh, coming to America when the original oh, right. writer yeah it was stolen they, they, they did get it uh, it was stolen but they were like they had to go through all that financial bullshit even in the 90s over oh it didn't make any money like the fuck it didn't make any money like <laughs> yeah I, I i still i i mean i mean i i'm sure they had their idea ripped off but it's still weird that like their idea is just prince and the pauper so it's it's like it's so strange you know how that yeah i, 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 I don't remember the general the idea details. is the specific of the script you know the location the setting the characters the bottle you know. yeah so yeah you it take was taking eating prince in the pro- I mean? proper with with yeah making it making it an african prince and so yeah well my my animation teacher he's a very litigious guy he was part of a secret lawsuit since Did i you? never signed an nda i can talk about this right yeah is he was part of a, a a lawsuit against Pixar for uh, you know the green what's the green guy Mike from Monsters Inc the big eyeball Mike oh, yeah yeah they took a meeting with what's that guy that that created Ratfink remember those sixties dragsters like art right they took a meeting yeah. with that guy and he left behind a drawing of a big eyeball character and that's what they they left they used that leftover drawing as Mike and never paid him. And yeah. so he sued, and so like when they opened up uh, Monsters Inc. in California Adventure, you didn't see Mike anywhere. It was all Sully, because uh, they were knee deep in that lawsuit at the time, and they won undisclosed amount. No one ever talks about it, and that's when Monsters Inc. Two comes out and all that shit. Like yeah. after they settle that out, that's when 
those those characters come back because everyone was like how come they never do anything with monsters inc it was a big hit i'm like yeah because it's a giant loss because and they they did they jacked the fucking design yeah man um do you know who do you know who daniel johnston is i know daniel warren johnson so daniel johnston was this um you know artist musician guy and he um um was was he was schizophrenic and he did this record called hi how are you and um it's like done on like a cassette tape kind of thing you know and it's like one of those kind of deals and um this 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 hurts today uh so kurt cobain wears the daniel johnston shirt at the at the mtv music awards where they when they play lithium, remember Rob when Chris Novoselic throws bass up and hits him in the head, knocks him out. Remember that was that a, no. a thing for you? Okay, well he throws up his bass in there and he doesn't catch it, and he knocks himself okay. out. But Kurt's wearing that like shirt for it. Meanwhile, he's in a mental hospital while this is happening because Sonic Youth took him to New York and he started drawing fish all over the Statue of Liberty, all the way up the Statue of Liberty. He he he's like really like he ends up crashing an airplane like. Watch the devil and Daniel Johnston, but he's a he's a he's a he's an he's an artist, and um he, he does these these like drawings and he would uh, he sold them and stuff right, and uh, it was pretty funny because Hard Rock Cafe was selling Daniel Johnston's shirt for forty dollars, forty dollars, but if you just went to Daniel Johnston's website, he would send it to you for eleven. You know what I mean? It was like, and I'm really not right. kidding. I, I, I think he, he could have made Daniel could have made more money off of his, his shirts. I think he saw it as like promotion, but anyways, he had this little character and um, they even made like a game of it eventually, but he had this, this like little character. See that little guy right there. And he, he would draw that. That's, that was the shirt right there. You can see Kurt Cobain wearing it at the music awards right. and that's what made it, you know, um, yeah, Dan- Daniel recently died, and um, but uh, I was a, a big Did fan you of those his. Walking posters? Was that the guy with the walking characters? No, uh, no okay. he did a lot of Frankenstein stuff. But but anyways, yeah. But I uh, really liked his music, and so he was easy to get in contact with and stuff like that. And I would I would buy the music directly from him, and I had bought everything, and uh, he sends me this uh, artwork of this little guy of a thing right there and it was purple like a purple one and uh frankenstein like in this in this like like picture like it's like really cool and i had it i had it framed um and um i don't know where it happened to it i've, I've like spent days trying to oh, find no. this piece of art like i i think it's somewhere you know what i mean but i'm like but but he recently died and like I, you know and i'm like fuck like not only because you know he was a nice guy and I liked his his art and stuff like that, but anyways, uh, that always reminded me of like the Monsters Incorporated thing, and I, you know that's the kind of thing that could happen to Daniel Johnston because he would if you if he liked you or you were nice to him and you were in his spirit, he would draw you stuff. You know what I mean? That's just like what he did, right? And uh, but like Plus, look you know, at you that guy. If a company you know? hires you or pay you know flies you in to have a meeting, they're not just going to like scour your notes. You know what I mean? A high profile company won't, but they will. They'll scour yeah. your shit and not pay you, you know? Yeah. I remember I was at, so Joe went to a, an interview at a t-shirt company once and they had my designs on the, on the wall 
right? Right. With, like reference of a new package. And they're like, why should we hire you? I'm like, well, you're already using my art. You could just hire me. I can make you more of it. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, like, you don't have to, you don't have to scour no more. I'll just be right here. And <laughs> the CEO couldn't stop laughing. I'm like, I'm right there. Like, yeah. <laughs> I can be sitting right there just making it. You can just point to me. We got him. We got him. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so anyways, I, I don't I don't know though I don't know what's gonna happen with any of that any of that box office stuff to go back to what, what you were saying, uh uh Bespin, like what's gonna happen if it all if none of it connects, because I don't I, I don't know what to expect like from that like that that Ray movie. Like I, I feel like it's going to like like the Ray movie and the Filoni movie, I think both of those will perform, but I don't think they're gonna like perform overperform i don't think they're no, so I, inspired they're gonna like be a fucking phenomenon they're just not i i don't think so either i think both of them are the safest way to guarantee money if you're making a new star wars movie like we hear yeah. from that report right back i think it was hollywood reporter that they didn't want to take risks and like those two movies seem like the most risk averse that's why uh mangoes would be the furthest out or tigers would be the furthest out or something um right and in terms of like disney box office currently like indie isn't doing well with the reviews from cons don't know yeah. how that's going to continue to go we don't know what the what the numbers are going to be in terms of box office elemental the new pixar movie it's not getting great reviews so that's probably not going to perform because it hasn't had great marketing it comes out in a few weeks right uh, little mermaid seems like it is underperforming to an extent internationally then you get the marvels coming out in November as well. Um, it might not well, this, be a great year for Disney. This yeah. is something that they can kind of blame on themselves because when a movie didn't perform well theatrically, they can make their money back in home video sales. Mm -hmm. But they all decided to get rid of physical media and make everything streaming. So they killed their own revenue stream. And that's I, 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 I canceled my Disney Plus today. I said, fuck you, Disney Plus. Like, the, the big... Yeah, like I don't need it, right? Like, he's trying to extend the release windows. So he wants to make money again from the digital side of yeah. things, whether it's, like, rentals and, or... And, like, and Iger, kiss, Iger thinks he's just the bee's knees. Yeah, yeah. So he's, he's going to do... Iger's going to do... Yeah, like, like it's very clear. They got together and they all decided, if we all do the same asshole as shit, nobody could do anything about it. So let's yeah. just all do the same asshole shit. Like, me and you so have this theory that... Uh, when he's been removing all this stuff off of Disney Plus recently, mm -hmm. um, similarly to how Zaslav had it happen on Max, um, they're go the stuff he removed is going to their own fast service, their free ad streaming service. Um, and it's all the crap that nobody really wants us going there. I think that Disney are going to do the same. Like, yeah. it's an ad-supported service. Like, they're going to make money from the ad revenue on it. Like, you know, that's what Willow's going to be dumped and all this other crap. Like, he is definitely taking notes. Going to from... Disney Deuce. Probably right. Hulu. Disney Deuce. Disney probably Deuce. what Hulu will... They'll probably... Integrated into Disney Plus, though. So. And then they'll, they'll probably end up turning that into, like... No, into the they Hulu want their own Tubi. They, they can't yeah, yeah, get home yeah. video sales yeah, yeah. anymore. That's so that's that's that, exactly that, what, what that, we're talking about. Yeah. They want that free ad. We want a mm -hmm. free site that has that plays ads that people watch. Yeah. We can make ads. But even in that ad money... Those ad packages can't be the same as when they were able to sell 
we're gonna pull this movie out the vault. That bullshit, right? 120 mm. bucks a copy for a which video is what Kazan set. thinks is gonna happen. <laughs> the the only thing about like like those services, like I I I, I like Tubi. Like I actually like it. Like like there's stuff on there's something like this. It's it's shit, but it's shit I would watch. Like if I had more of this stuff is playing currently. I don't know, but you'll see like weird, like you know, martyrs. I watched Masters of Australia on Tubi. But but do you get that thing where it gives you four ads, but it's the same ad, and you feel like you're in a psychological torture thing to like feels to watch? See, Jason, you don't watch Tubi on a PC like I do. You're all you don't watch Tubi Premium. No, because you can install Tubi Blocker, and all Tubi Ad Blocker does is it doesn't block the ads when an ad plays; it fast forwards through it like super fast. So, Tubi you Plus, vaguely sort of see an ad, and it just jump. Yeah, it just auto it fast plays through the ad. So they get their ad play. Yeah, right. It just plays at like a thousand times speed. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. like it or not, David Zaslav is changing the face of like the industry. Oh yeah, streaming at, at the very least. Yeah, he's um, the harbinger of the apocalypse. Yeah, so you know he's the, he's the thumb that made it, mm. right? Like mm. paycheck didn't, but this thumb, the little thumb who could, right? Zazzle. Well, Zazzy. But big dog now, now he's big, a big dog. You know. Yeah, that's true. Big Zaz and little Ike. Um, as the truth says, you know, you know what's not having a bad, you know, or. or you know what's not having a bad year? Games. Banger after banger since January with many more to come. Movies, shows. I don't need them. Yeah, the Street Fighters. Uh, not, fucking not if you game. made Redfall. Do, do you play Street Fighter, Rob? <laughs> Are you a Street Fighter guy? No, but my buddy religiously follows. I, I play old Street Fighter, right? I used mm-hmm. to competitively. I just Once the art career kicked in, yeah, I couldn't do it anymore. Uh, I do appreciate what they're doing with the character creators and stuff, you know? And the open yeah. world. Yeah, um, I like that idea. So, yeah, that's the first original thing they've added since Street Fighter Three, in my opinion. You know, so yeah, yeah, I might be able to bring back, bring back, you might be able to bring back your old City of Heroes character. Think about it. When it goes on, see the thing is, I don't want to spend. A, here's the thing: I make things all day. When I play video mm-hmm. games, I don't want to make things. I have this like rule, right? Mm-hmm. So the new Zelda mm-hmm. game. You gotta spend all your time making shit. I'm like, I don't wanna make nothing. I just wanna mm-hmm. fucking go on an adventure. So with Street Fighter, I gotta spend all my time making a character. Like, I don't wanna make a character. Rob, you know? Does that does that go for love too? Yeah, I can either confirm or deny. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this this, this uh, that this clip could be used in court in the future. You never I I, I I I heard sucked. Say this in little Nikki's voice. Doobie fucking rules. <laughs> Popeye's chicken's fucking awesome. That's I don't know why. For some reason, that's how I in read it. In the flash, Cassius. In the flash. That's <laughs> been ready with the, the impersonation. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Uh, Chillin says, I don't believe that thumbnail at all. Maybe if there was a question mark at the end of the sentence. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I would, you know, the thing chilling, the thing about it is there was a lot of reason to kill the movie now. I mean, like you were saying yesterday, Bespin, you were like, if if they follow, we were laughing at the idea because there is no schedule. There mm-hmm. is there is no plan. It's just what can we do first? And then that's just what's going to happen over mm-hmm. and over for these next films is kind of what we were coming up with. And we're like, um, if they follow it, he will have been 
making his movie for 10 years by the time he gets an opportunity to make yeah, that Yeah, if we go off of, like, what they're currently doing, yeah. like, if, so Ray's 25, Filoni's 26, Mangal's or, 28. The, the, and their plan is even 27 and 29, is what right. they were but we, officially, we, if, but yeah. yeah if, if Cameron is taking 27 and they're pushing Star Wars, right, right. there'll yeah. be 25, 26, 28, and then Tycho would roll around a 2030, 10 years after when he signed on. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're just throwing shit out the wall and seeing what sticks, what's going to happen. But like I said, I think yeah, Ray and Filoni will happen. I think they mm-hmm. kind of have to. Um, but the rest of it, like, I don't really... I don't think we'll ever see this type of movie. What what I what I would say, or where where, where my my um, optimistic the optimistic place I'm going with it is, it must be a really fucking good idea if they're not treating it like the Patty Jenkins film, or like yeah, <laughs> we're but... just done. I, I'm I'm saying though that there must be a hook there that is keeping it from from falling off and i think the only reason why it wasn't at that thing is because they just like they they didn't have taika they don't want to talk about what the idea is because it's you know that it's not done so i think that's that's why it wasn't at um celebration and and when it when in reality taika's idea and taika's work is further along than the mangold and probably the filoni thing really it's probably not going to happen before that but i mean it it is actually further along in development for them than those ones. So, I mean, it's I don't know. Like that movie is yeah. supposed to be coming out in December, Jason. Remember, can't <laughs> Like it's gonna happen. Hey, um, senior moment. She she get through senior moment being a senior. No, but at that point, she must have been like fairly confident in like where he and Wilson Cans were at that point. Like to get yeah. a movie delivered in by twenty twenty five, and then in her mind, she upped it by two years. So she must have been confident that he could get it out within three years of starting development on it the yeah. world me and you were like creating right now is like the very at the very earliest he could get it out instead of the mangold movie which would have mm-hmm. taken him eight years to get to that point i just think with lucasfilm like as we've seen with their direct uh, with their writers and even their directors with patty jenkins um and actors they they don't tie anybody down they mm-hmm. don't tie anybody down to to, to do a project they just let them do what they want. Like they let Pedro go off and do Last of Us. They didn't have a first priority clause in his contract. Yeah. Patty Jenkins had a first priority clause to Warner Brothers. So if they called to do Wonder Woman early, which they did, she had to ditch everything and move. Like yeah. move back to the Warner Brothers stuff and do Wonder Woman. Like that with Taika, like, he's fucking taking project after project. Like he just signed on to do the Clara and the Sun movie. Right. Like, and it's yeah, they <laughs> I just think they like having these things all in development. It's like whatever happens first happens first. At mm-hmm. this point, I yeah, don't... yeah, uh, we're, we're on. We're on. I'm on this uh, the same page with you there. Yeah. That yeah. that's what but... that that is the only answer to what they have presented in any kind of coherent fashion. But but also in that same way, I think you. It's like fucking. I don't know, American Idol Star Wars or something, and it's just like, whichever one is going to get the highest score right now is the one that will go on to the next Mm -hmm. round. And then finally, one of them is the American Idol of Star Wars and gets to come out in the theater. And Mm -hmm. I kind of, so, so like, that's why I'm not counting, I'm not counting Taika uh, out as, as that, that hard. And the, the other thing I think that is worth noting 
is there has been no, there's been absolutely nothing about more TV shows and other. So we got Acolyte, we got Andor wrapping up, we got Acolyte continuing, we got Ahsoka continuing, and Mandalorian continuing, and we might have Skeleton Crew. So, so that right there is a reason that they we just don't need any more right now. It could Especially be that about reposted Squadron as a TV show. Yeah, but that was that was specifically asked like, could that happen? And it was like it could. No, no, she, she talked was just about the movies that weren't there. Mm-hmm. That if they're still in development, Taika and, and Squadron. Yeah, and she said that nothing's ever cancelled. They're still in development, and you know, with Taika, she said it's still happening. And she said that he's a slow writer thing, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then then she said like with the Paddy's one, it could it, yeah. still be a movie, or it could get repurposed to a series. They didn't ask her if it would be one. Mm-hmm. Or, or both series in general, she brought up that concept, that idea. Right. So it's clearly something they've thought about. Or again, she just said something random on the spot. Yeah, that's kind of where, where really I'm. Not. I'm falling. Yeah, I, that's where I'm. I'm falling on that one since there's nobody attached to do it. It it's not happening or nothing's happening until we know but that. It, I it could say like a Kenobi situation. No, no there's in, the Kasdans are free. My my thesis, mm-hmm. well, yeah, Lawrence, by all means. Um, but uh, my my where I'm going with this is, if you if there are less Disney Plus shows going into production, that money could be allocated to to, to film, and maybe against the better judgment, maybe they're they are going to be going to one Star Wars film a year. Maybe they're going to go back and try it. Maybe Iger, maybe Iger and Kennedy looked at it and were like, "We we fucked up the solo thing. Here's why we fucked it up. Here's what we could have done differently to to avoid that." And knowing that the, the the data that they have, maybe they're maybe they're going to dip their toe in that. But and, and maybe what, that's why the Filoni in twenty the year after the Ray film, maybe that's what that is. But they're cutting funding for the Disney Plus side of things, not to reallocated they're cutting it just because the, the spending's out of control and yeah like the debt that you know that that service is like a massive right. they're not going to repurpose those funds maybe to bob i they'll give it to him well you but know, but, but we we, we haven't we haven't really had a, like a clear indication have we that marvel and star wars are in any way threatened by by the 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 uh, changes that happen i mean obviously there's some quality issues that marvel is is addressing but like yeah, overall marvel. We, we we've been a, of the mindset that we're not going to get Tom Hanks as Geppetto, but right, that yeah, uh, <laughs> like we won't we won't likely get <laughs> well, straight to me. Disney Plus movies anymore. Yeah, um, Feige obviously said uh, previously that they were going to slow down on the TV shows on Marvel sides mm-hmm. um, and what gets made. I, I think in the situation where we're in currently with mm-hmm. Marvel and Disney Plus, I don't think Bob Iger greenlights Echo. For instance, yeah. and even Agatha, I don't think those get. Greenlit. You know, I, I I actually I actually believe no, no, in Agatha. I know. You, do you think Agatha? I do. Cool, why, I, I think I think it? Agatha could be a huge opportunity for them if they put the money into the songs, go after those witchy Disney adults. Yeah, but they got they got something there. But yeah, but 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 well, in terms of like the standard Marvel like audience, yeah. that's not it. Yeah. What I mean is like when they were making those decisions. It was like they could just make anything and people will watch it and see it and whatever. Right. I think now, because you've kind of got like a, a, a stepping stone to the next thing. So with WandaVision, 
you get an Agatha, and then later on you get a Vision quest, which is obviously a continuation of WandaVision, which focuses on Vision. Right. Uh, Echo is going to directly lead you to Daredevil, you know, and yeah. like obviously Wilson Fisk was introduced in Hawkeye. So again, you go the middle stone, you go the middle step. I think we cut all that out if they agree like the things now. Mm-hmm. So they're putting out a Wonder Man series. Like, I don't think they'll give you a spinoff of Wonder Man. You know, it'll, I don't think they'll do that sort of stuff. I think right. they're going to go for more sure things. Yeah. You know, like Daredevil is a no brainer to like green light and put on Disney plus right. echo. You take a bit more of a risk. They want sure things. They want to know their money is being spent in something that can actually make them money that people will sign up to Disney plus for. Is, you know? is, is Daredevil not, not film league, a film, film league, league hero? Yeah. Like, is he not big enough to, to, to have to, well, to, to be a, a film? Like, I think he is, but like the, it's just the impact that the Netflix Daredevil had. Like, obviously, yeah. a lot of that cast is returning, some aren't, but yeah, they like people want that version of Daredevil. Like, mm-hmm. they love Charlie Cox's Daredevil. No, no, so, that's what I, I was surprised because I watched Daredevil on Netflix when it came out. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I, I didn't love it. I, I didn't hate it, but I, I I liked it. It was a good time. But when they sh- when they showed Daredevil stuff at uh, D twenty three. Those people were fucking about it, like oh, yeah. they were, and I was like, "Really?" I, I was, I was surprised. I was like, and as that was happening, I was like, "Why the fuck are they making this fucking Echo show? And why isn't this Daredevil a fucking film? Like yeah. instead of this fucking Ant Man bullshit you're showing me right now?" You know, that was, yeah. that was where where I was, I was at with that. But um, it's the same thing when you think of like Lucasfilm, like from Snyder, who told us that they were making the. Indiana Jones TV series. He then told us later on that no, they're not making that now. Oh my Two bobs. But um, but yeah, he said that no, it, it it goofed. Oh, yeah, they're not making good. that anymore, right? So like, yeah, they don't trust that at, at the moment to be like, let's allocate funds to making a prequel Indiana Jones show. They, right. Again, they're trying to go for more sure things, the things they know fans will connect with that will do well. They're not going to take a risk on a Willow. You know that they're not going to hey. do that again. I want to yeah. show you something. Look, when you say Echo wouldn't sell, Echo sucks. It's their execution. This sure. is the first appearance of Echo. From I, the I, I don't. Comics for the record, I, I, I'm yeah, completely, I'm completely like, ignorant of everything Echo. All I saw was that they brought like the sign language the thing in, and, and that's all they were selling, and it deaf. wasn't cool. Yeah, yeah. And, and they rendered the world in, in mixed media and mm-hmm. color pencil, and yeah. like, like this cool. stuff is visually fucking stunning show me well, where this is in the right disney now. plus series i didn't see, see that ass in no disney uh, yeah, plus yeah, series yeah, i'll tell you that much <laughs> exactly like where is any of this like j-lo like ass her, echo even Come her on, memories when she's I'm a kid in. were drawn like on paper like little kitty stuff you know like it's using a lot of bill sinkevich kind of like ideas here yeah but i mean so i don't want to hear like echo can't work their execution oh, is dog I'm, shit. i didn't say that i, I didn't know? say it couldn't work i said that's all i know about no, echo and i'm like echo i'm like, like why are you fucking doing that, this i just said that they would pick more of a, what they consider a short thing rather than something like echo i think they yeah right if so Bob Iger, i think he green light dead albums of echo i like that they take chances on these not as popular characters you know as What's like that? echo or ironheart or whatever what? Like, what's the guy that did Drive? You know what I mean? If you had, like, that right, kind of uh, vibe, yeah, you know? 
yeah, you're going on with this and you throw in some like some differently, you know, some of that mixed meat. If you could find a way to like rotoscope, like um, uh, waking life or whatever, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like her memories and the way she perceives the world. So you see the world the way she sees and experiences the world. You could get something totally different. But if they want to treat this shit like like the CW, then you get CW returns, which is a yeah. which is a channel that never made a profit. So, right. you know, I just want to clarify this for folks. You know, when they oh, talk yeah, yeah. shit yeah. about yeah, the character, we're not, yeah, we're not also saying Echo's a shit character, by the way. No, I, I, I all all I know about Echo is what they is what they showed me at D twenty three, and like like honestly, I was tired. But at the D twenty three thing. All they did was pat themselves on the back for hiring hiring Native Americans, which I'm all for. Do it by all means, and then like using sign language and and that and you know that taking it into the um, ASL and stuff like that. And I was like, cool, yeah, do that, you know. Yeah. But but cool. it's like, um, but that's that's not what you that's not what you sell. That's not how you sell the idea. So everybody's just like what like crickets during the stuff, and then and then Daredevil shows up, and everybody's like fucking Daredevil, you know what yeah, I mean? And like- I was like. Meanwhile, no nobody was standing up and applauding for Daredevil when the show was initially announced. It's the execution mm-hmm. of the show mm-hmm. on Netflix that got people in. I mean, when that Daredevil, I worked one of my first gigs in T-shirts. I when I got in, the Daredevil movie had just happened, and they were fucking mad because they were able to before that movie, the Ben Affleck movie. Oh right, a, I forgot that was a movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Before the Ben Affleck Daredevil, you know, John Favreau. Yeah, John. Fett. By the way, I said the only best part is a scene where they're in a diner and it's him and the guy from Rudy like arguing. That that's what the whole thing should be. And if you look at that bit, that's basically what Iron Man is. That whole scene. Yeah. So it's that kind of like improv back and forth. But before that movie, they were able to always have a comic book draw. They called it classic art, but comic book drawn Daredevil in Hot Topic or in a major store forever. They could just sell the image. But that. So they were making like maybe a million a year off Daredevil, right? Mm-hmm. Under the under the floor, under the radar. No one, you know, just always had one in stealth. Fucking that movie came out, killed it. Couldn't do nothing, Daredevil. Yeah, <laughs> nothing. Even uh, even when the when the show came out, I worked on all the shirts for the show. Couldn't get none of them placed, bro. Yeah, none of them. Not little chibi arts. Nothing. You couldn't do anything with it. You know, because like 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 it from my like uh you know from like my childhood when i think back on like iron man iron man and daredevil kind of uh about the same level of of uh well here's the difference popularity and stuff and before the iron man movie you couldn't put iron man in a store to get it sold i tried one of the first Mm -hmm. shirts i did and i still have it was putting pat you know who the artist pat lee is like Mm -hmm. he was like a anime like artist and he did this cool mecha fucking iron man shit super dope right Super mm-hmm. Gundam, like Neon G- Genesis Evangelion, big cannons, f- super detailed, and the fucking art was amazing. I I I put it on shirts, whatever I could to get it in. Nobody would buy it. Nothing, not classic. Nothing. The Iron Man, the movie comes out. Iron Man sells forever. Yeah, you know, Daredevil. So a bad movie, not just kills the the potential for another film. It kills your merch. Yeah, and like Batman it, for forever. a long time, it could kill it for 10, 15 years. Yeah. Like. That's just gone, you know. Some some characters can withstand it. Batman, Batman can withstand it. Yeah, because yeah, the Batman Robin merch didn't sell, but you could still sell Batman classic art at the WB store at Six Flags. 
you know, and and and, and we've all, and we've been kind of encultured to this idea that there's like multiple Batman concepts. So if you don't like one, you just block it out Same with and the go about your life. Yeah. yeah. Same oh, by the, the way, new, you know, uh, the uh, new trailer for that. I was going to bring that up when we we're talking about Spider Verse earlier. That that looks like probably Amazing. like the best the best thing they've done since the original film. Might it probably yeah, it looks, be better than the original film? I was. It, yeah. I still want good. one that looks like the comic, the Mirage mm-hmm. Studios comic. I would sure. love just give one for Rob. Give one for the or, kid. We've never had. Yeah, you know? I, and and and, but and this does look and, fantastic. Yeah, and that one right there, like the one that they're doing now, I don't think would be exactly that. But they, if they do age them up at any point, if they do anything like it, like if it does go through time, it maybe maybe it kind of becomes more like that. Like in the and if they if they make more, you know. Not ex- it won't be exactly what you're talking about, but that it might move more right. into when because they're like Donatello looks like he's like a kid, like he's still like he's barely a teenager, like in like his design, you know. And well, the, uh, one of the so, coolest things they did with this movie was they put all the kids in the room during the voiceover, so yeah. all the kids are really interacting with one. You get that Goonies thing where they're they're, where they're the all Goonies talking. Thing. So yeah. they're actually like moving props and you know what I mean, like ad lib and talking and running over one another. Yeah. 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 And it's probably the best. I thought the Super 8 was a pretty good ensemble. Uh, you know, Stranger Things is better. Uh, this is, this is good. I mean, just from what I've heard, they sound great. You know, yeah. there's a group of kids talking with one another. They sound pretty good. Yeah. I'm, I, I just love all the squigglies. Like when they're thinking, there's like tons of like squiggles, like sketches mm-hmm. and stuff. And that's the kind of thing that I'm like, that's what Echo needs. It needs that. Because that's yeah. the artwork is part of that character, and to it, when these fucking studios go and, and look, it's not just Disney Plus; it's Marvel. Mm-hmm. Marvel dismisses artists, and they have since my opinion, since uh, Todd McFarlane and all of them left fucking Marvel for Informed Image. Since Rob Liefeld, Todd, Jim Lee, Mark Silvestri, Dave, uh, Jim Valentine, Eric Larson, all left. Ro- they stop fucking crediting artists or giving artists props. You know? Rob Rob Liefeld follows me on on Twitter, and I'll tell I'll tell you, Rob, it's an honor. It's an honor. Yeah, yeah, I know. I follow him back. Play. We're we're like Twitter friends. It's oh, an honor. Followed, followed by some famous okay. rappers. You know? I love that you got a side, <laughs> Rob. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rob observations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got a side, Rob. And, <laughs> side, uh, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Investment is a hatfish, you know. And, <laughs> Poor guy, you got the hatfish. I'm, huh? I'm an avidork. You know? Avidork, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, so, we 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 went two hours. I, I I think we did it for a show that was almost almost uh, canceled today. I think we did a good job. And uh, th- thank you for uh, um, holding down the fort, Rob and Bespin for for showing up and 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 helping out. I appreciate it because. Otherwise, Penny would still be at school right now. All by herself. Paid me three dollars. I'm just here for the money, Jason. Right? Oh yeah, that'll that'll do it. Yeah. Three dollars. Um, I don't know. I I tried to become <laughs> I tr- I tried to become your uh, Patreon supporter of yours, but for some reason, like because because we have a Patreon, and you're able to tell it to take the funds out of your Patreon proceeds to pay your other thing. Like that used to be a thing you can do. It won't let me do it. I was like, what the hell? But I'm gonna support you on Patreon. You'll yeah, see. You don't need to. You don't need to. But Rob, I will. Rob, Rob covered you. You know. 
But but I but I will. Everybody should this show and Bestman show now. I'm in it for eight bucks a month here, folks. Yeah. So I'm getting my eight dollars. I pay eight dollars a month to be on this show now. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I mean, every every now and then you're like, you know, James Cameron Avatar, and then I think back and I'm like, he got me that Nacho Bo Grande last night. What a guy! <laughs> you gotta so. say it in uh, Triumph the Dog's voice. <laughs> yeah. What a guy! But yeah, what a guy! Got me that Nacho Battle Grande. <laughs> you, know, um, you know, you know, Jermaine. From who used to be at Slash Film and who's like at yes. IO9 now. Lucy uh, he, yeah, he's in the Conan O'Brien Triumph Attack of the Clones episode. Triumph insults him. <laughs> he's in it. So yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. It's like there there's only like a few things I would say I, I am truly jealous of on like the, the uh, Star Wars front. And one of them is Weird Al used the force.net spoilers to write the saga begins fucking i wish that happened to me and the <laughs> other is i wish triumph the insult comic dog berated the fuck out of me at some point w- over wouldn't the it Star be a Wars dream thing. yeah if weird al's final album was just fandom covers like he <laughs> oh, just decided to do covers weird. of all <laughs> oh sorry <laughs> he before we go uh, I think it was was it Joan Jonesy was asking a question. Can they um, just look for writers in other countries not affected by the strike? Um, technically, no. For for two reasons. The first is that it like most of the writers who they would want of the caliber who they would want with the background, education, and training uh, to do what they need to do would be from the West, and which would mostly be the the UK and United States for English speaking writers. Uh, English writers and both uh, if you write for the strike, you get banned in the UK by their guild. So it would be completely career suicide if you did it, but also they're when they have a deal, they're not allowed to like do that. They're not allowed to, to use scabs um, when they have a deal in that way. Supposedly, I don't know how that rebels thing from earlier plays into that, how they were able to do that at all, considering that they were a part of that agreement with the, with, I think this broken, I guess, what are you going to do about it? I guess kind of situation, but no. So essentially you wouldn't do that unless you want to be banned f- for life. And so that's highly unlikely to, to be a thing that will happen. Uh, somebody like Taika Waititi, Ryan Johnson, Dave Filoni, Favreau, you know, yeah, they're not going to go in like commit career suicide so that way they can make a Ray film. You know what I mean? That's just like not going to happen. Uh, but it's not worth it. It's not worth uh, it. There's, there's, it's just better just to take the gear off and fucking, you know, Ball count your losses. Around, yeah. You know, yeah. Bars, you know, yeah. You know, t- tag team other chicks with her, do Taika <laughs> stuff, right? Do that. I'm, I'm, do I'm proud Tyka. of him. That's what Taika does. I got a bunch of T-shirts I got to get to make, and Jason <laughs> Taika stuff, man. Little yeah, tykes, you know. Once I get my new store up, you're gonna see little 24 hours. So we got to do Taika stuffs coming right. Tykes on bikes. <laughs> um, That's you mean you're built with T-shirts coming soon. <laughs> um, Star Wars Santa says, uh, "Real Bestman fans support him on Patreon," and then he puts this little this little emoji of little Santa Claus. Well, that's why so. Santa's a nice guy, you know. And then, oh, and then one thing I wanted, because Brandon asked earlier, 
Do you think KK will be at Lucasfilm when any of the movies premiere? I would imagine that that she will be, but the and the only thing I would say that would probably that might make that not happen is if this Indiana Jones movie bombs, but whose fault is it that budget? Who takes the blame for that? There's going to be a also, scapegoat for that. There will be a scapegoat for that, but I would also say that it in somebody like in terms of that issue right there, this isn't a thing that keeps happening with her. This isn't, I mean, there, there's been other things that people fans get mad about, but in terms of like a, a, a big movie that by all means was set to be a success and wasn't um, solo doesn't count. That wasn't Bob her Bob Iger problem. That was a Bob Iger problem. And it was, and it, yeah, it was, and Kathy it was, was actively trying to fight against it. Like, yeah. So, so it's like, so when you really get down to it, you will have force awakens rogue one, the last Jedi solo, a star Wars story episode nine and Indiana Jones, if I'm not missing any, and all the Disney, all the Disney plus shows. And, um, well, yeah, like, this would be, and you would have Willow as a failure mm-hmm. and you would have this Solo. as a failure. So, so uh, Solo, I don't know. They, well, well, I'm not, we're not, we're not giving her Solo. So we're, we're saying she's absolved of Solo, but on her watch, like on her, that, that she, she was is, responsible. Right, but the, yeah. the thing that you were saying for like, hello, high water, she has to get a movie up by 2025. Right. And then Snyder followed that up and said that, yeah, she, if she doesn't get a movie up by 2025, she's gone. Right, she, they could use the writer's strike as an excuse for her to extend that. Like they can. Okay, we can't get it to twenty twenty five. Get twenty twenty six. Yeah. Um, but if it yeah. does bomb, and they were thinking of you know moving on anyway, because Bob Iger might not even be there at that point. They said they wanted to take two years to find his successor. Within two years, they wanted to find his successor. And and, and I don't know if, if Bob Iger wants to add finally Kathy's successor into that agenda for himself either. For the record, mm. it also I mean? might not be his problem to deal with the what happens well, after that. He he might not want to be the one to unseat her. Like in terms of Iger himself, just Iger taking care of Iger, finding his successor and that person being what good, did? and then him getting out and the company being in a good direction is good. If he goes and he makes any choices that they can then say are his fault, like if they replace Kathy with. Uh, Zack Snyder, and then everything's like slow motion Star Wars, and people Star Wars fans reject it or something. Uh, then it's Iger's fault. So, so Iger uh, came in last year, right? He returned last year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, well, they got to find his success by 2024. That guy could come in and be like, right, let's get Star Wars under control, let's actually create mm-hmm. a, a true slate, a true vision, rather than what me and you said, just throwing everything at the wall, seeing what develops first, what, what comes together first. Yeah, this guy who takes over might be like, "No, let's get you know our house in order." Like mm-hmm. he could say, "Right, Kathy's had enough. Like let's well, try somebody else who's hungry for it." You know that that's what we were saying last night when we like, when we and I were talking. I was like, "The one thing about about Kathy leaving when it does happen is that the person who comes in is going to want to come in and they're going to want to have their force awakens." Yeah, they're going to want to prove themselves. They're going to want to yeah. They're going to want to make a theoretically they're going to want to make a fucking debt they're going to want to make a statement and it, when that happens if they pull it off we we win we we get the reap the benefits of their ego th- thankfully and um but so th- that's that's the that's one of the reasons why i'm a little bit like yeah kathy maybe it's time to 
you know, do you somewhere else. Do something else. You always bring up but, our, like, Fortnite conversations that we have. Mm-hmm. That needs to be released as a podcast for people. You know? They miss yeah. Out on our well, you could just record off. them and put them on your Patreon for us us backers so we could get something, Pez. We could do... I mean, we, we, we could do that. Jason, what what, what we could do? Jason go, fuck, 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 oh, fuck, yeah. fuck, hit the controller, right? <laughs> no, no, wait, you hear me? You hear me go, come on, are you fucking serious? That's what I said. Hear me out. Force Nights. Force Nights. Right? Mm-hmm. Force nights, force nights, but um, I mean, I mean, we we could always probably stream to uh stream it to a Twitch and then just take it down and re-upload it to Patreon. You know, that could be a thing it's that we do sometimes. Complain about lag for forty-five minutes and uh, Jason yeah. hearing an echo of himself. Yeah, when that happens, when that happens, that's pretty weird. But but sometimes, sometimes you know, I mean, if we if we knew we were we were recording, we wouldn't be like. Oh man, Robin, fucking Avatar, blah blah. We wouldn't be saying that kind of stuff. We would be totally different conversation, uh, you know. And like, like, oh, what he said about Echo. <laughs> Echo is never gonna work. Like that. No, I'm, I'm kidding, Rob. I, I, I I'm, was I'm convinced. okay if people disagree. Uh, no, 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 with me. no, I just don't no, agree no, with no, you. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I, you, you convinced me that that Echo sucks even more. <laughs> that that yet they're doing. I understand. Um, I understand. Yeah. But yeah, and then Kathy Kennedy's being blamed for uh, for um, indie. Uh, like once again, I I don't don't see how how they can make that connection, but they clearly make that connection somehow. You know, they do their best to make these um, things because they saw some red eyes on on the avatars. But anyways, uh, we'll be back tomorrow if there's if there's any news. We keep saying that there's any news, but then there happens to be some. And then uh willing it again, Jason. You know, this is what yeah. we do. Now we have True. a book coming out. We do, yeah. Yeah. I I I've I bought the uh, the book, and when the book comes out, uh the, the minute it comes out, I'm gonna start listening to it. I'm gonna pull the snippets There's of 40 the book. pages of Star Wars stuff. 40 pages. I'm gonna pull them and I'm gonna and I'm gonna send it to you. You're gonna transcribe them for the best in bulletin articles. And Which will uh, then get read on here. It's just a and then I'll read them on here. Might might play some clips. I don't know how far we could go with that, but might play some clips. Might I'm definitely going to mostly read the articles, and then uh, yeah. So so we'll, we'll be able to so we'll be able to bring you what that book is saying, and then and then after I listen to it, I'll obviously probably just bang out a review of it as well because at that point I will have done done the work and tell you if you should actually read that it's book. Like you know, more interesting stuff as well outside of just Lucasfilm. They are doing SNL. I think that. Doing some stuff, with Warner Brothers. There's a there's a lot of seemingly interesting stuff in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably probably uh, uh, Horatio Sands uh, dating fucking ten year olds and shit. Remember when he was in Mandalorian? Now he's not. That's why. Um, but we will be back tomorrow, and um, next week we'll have that stuff. And then tomorrow, I'm sure something. I'm sure we'll learn that Tyka's cracked the third act or something, and Kathy Kennedy says it's coming out. In 2023, you know, something like that. But all right, guys, we'll see everybody tomorrow. Thanks again. Thank you to, for, for being a channel member, for supporting the show, or a Patreon supporter of me, or Bespin, or Rob, and um, and all that jazz. And uh, bye, guys. See you tomorrow. It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey. It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey. It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Let's go.
It's not about spaceships. 